think I'm sophisticated Cause I'm living my life like a good homo sapiens But all around me everybody's multiplying And they're walking around like wise man So I'm no better than the animals sitting in the cages in the zoo man Cause compared to the flowers and the birds and the trees I am an ape man Hey, 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 what's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to Drinking a Theory. Why do you keep coming back? <laughs> so anyway, uh, uh, before we get into anything, uh, guys, go ahead and go to drinkandatheory.com. Go ahead and go to drinkandatheory.com. Uh, that's D-R-I-N-K-A-N-D-A-T-H-E-O-R-Y. I'm feeling good today. Yeah, and if you go there, maybe I'll go there and make sure it's updated because I haven't been there in like a month. Oh, no. Yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> if you go there, we have all of our social media. We have uh, all that's lined up for you. We have Boner Time. We have our Red Bubble. Red Bubble. We have a lot of good products there. Why don't you tell us about some of the products, Jake? Um... Oh, God, I have it written down for the other thing. Oh, it's on my computer. A lot of stuff. A we lot have, of stuff. We have socks. We have, like, shower curtains. We got... Bath mats. We got, uh, like, so if you really want a cum sock with, like, me on it, do we have yeah. Do we have a cum sock with me on it? Dude, you know what? I could help people out. I could just make a sock that says cum sock. Designated cum sock. Yeah, designated cum sock. That's a good idea. Okay. There you I'll go. New design. New design. So anyway, uh, so go ahead and go to Drinking the Theory. Coming soon, the designated cum sock. Don't wear it or else people will think you're wearing your cum sock. Imagine walking up to somebody and you can see their socks and uh, it says designated cum sock and you're like, oh no. That's funny. Okay, so I was just checking the alcohol content of these uh, these new beers that we. Okay, got. yeah, I I picked this week's beer. Uh, yeah, I I want listen. I I went old school. Yeah. With with a new twist. Yeah. And that is Budweiser Copper Lager. Mm-hmm. Jim Beam. Yeah, it's aged in a Jim Beam barrel. Okay, now let me read what little description there is of this fucking thing. Uh, uh, this is a flavorful American copper lager brewed with uh, two-row barley and aged... Uh, oh, yeah. And on a real Jim Bean bourbon barrel uh, stasis for a toast toasted oak aroma, a deliciously nutty taste <laughs> with caramel rye and vanilla notes, and a smooth finish. Yeah. Why don't you take a drink? Because I've been sipping on this for a while. Sorry. Uh, Are the- we picking up, like, fucking airwave? No, that was Kim. Sorry. Dude, why did you say that? Why didn't you say, like, oh, my God, we're picking up some yeah, secret dude, transmissions? I mean, oh, my God, it was... Dude, I think we were picking up, like, yeah, secret dude. military code or something. Yeah, I think That's so. That's what I heard. Yeah, I think you're right. I heard push the button, like, four times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Sorry, I keep oh, forgetting the I didn't even on. open my beer. Yeah, open Are it. Are twisties? Yeah. Okay, that's a st- good start. Ooh, nice cap. I like the cap. It's got the... The cap has... It's gold. The cap is, well, copper. Copper, I guess. Color. It's got... Uh, uh, looks like they're an eagle. Yeah, bald eagle. 
An eagle holding, uh, you know, just like, oh my God. Some arrows. Just like on the symbol for the... That's a fucking Masonic symbol on top of this. Did you know that? I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't like the fucking cap anymore, dude. Oh my God. Who cares? Everybody's a fucking Freemason. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to taste it. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, I just want to point out, it really, really smells like beer. Um, uh, I don't know where the, here's what I'll, I'll give my, I'll give my take after you drink some, go ahead and get a good hearty taste, a couple sips. I like the feel in my mouth. Oh, I like it. I I like it, but there's something on the back there. It comes up and it hits me. It's also cheap. It's very cheap. It's less than $9. It was nine eighty nine, motherfucker. They raised the price because it was eight eighty nine last time I checked. Yeah, it's it was nine something. Wow! Don't fucking call me cheap, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think of it from a couple of sips? Um, uh, I don't know. It tastes it tastes like beer. Oh yeah, it tastes to me. It tastes like a normal beer, like a normal Budweiser beer. So anyway, uh, let me go ahead and give you my review. Yeah, yeah, because you're much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like usual. But it made me better. burp good. I just burped really yeah. good. Yeah, so but yeah, I'll that's... give the better review, which is okay. You know, that's just typical here. Um, yeah. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, here's what I have to say about it. So uh, basically, what they list here is that you got an oaky aroma, deliciously nutty taste with a caramel rye and vanilla notes. Here is what I'll say, and a smooth finish. Um, oaky aroma. I don't smell any oak of any kind, any aroma like that. No, it just smells like beer. Yeah, it just smells like beer. However, the nutty taste... I don't really taste the nuttiness, but you know what I do taste? I do taste the vanilla notes very faintly. Very faintly. Very, very, very faintly. You're good. You're good because... what I taste mostly is just beer. I can taste a little bit of vanilla, like the little bit of sweetness of a vanilla. You have to let it sit in your mouth and think about it. I'm serious. And let it sit on your tongue and let it sit. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, let it sit there and then you hit the vanilla hits you. A little bit. A little it's bit. very faint. It's super yeah. duper faint. Um, mm-hmm. um, I don't know about the caramel rye, but the vanilla notes are definitely there. And the finish the finish is smooth. It definitely has like almost no bite. Yeah, yeah. It, As, it has no bite whatsoever. And uh, I guess I kind of have a predisposition, but I love lagers. Lagers are some of my favorite beers. Um, this is really easy to drink. I feel like I could put this in a pitcher and drink it while eating wings. Yeah. So it's like very good, very good stuff. Oh, my God, my leg. Ugh, sorry, I had to put my leg down. That was a stupid idea. So anyway, um, it's very good. I like it. It's not like my favorite yeah. beer or anything, but it's pretty good. If well, I had, it's it's an it's I'll give it a solid uh, eight out of ten. Like I said, it's an old school name. It's Actually, Budweiser. I take it back. It's I take it back. You know. It's a safe pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a safe pick, and here's yeah. what I'll say about it. Uh, I, I I take it back. Not an eight out of ten. It's a seven out of ten. Yeah. Seven point five. Yeah. Seven point five out of ten. If I had to drink this every day, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. If I if I was having a get together and I had some beer drinkers over, like people I knew that drink beer, yeah, I wouldn't be embarrassed offering them. No, one of these. No, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like yeah. it. Yeah, it's pretty good. But uh, today I'm gonna be getting back into liquor. We're gonna try. Oh. This is Project Fucking Liquor, Liquor Mouth, and uh, <laughs> this is this is Project Liquor Butthole. 
So I'll get it. <laughs> Lick her butthole. Oh so I got some absinthe here. Yeah. Okay. So now that, that that's an extreme. This is 60% alcohol. Yeah. Uh, this isn't the strongest absinthe you can get by any means, but this definitely has a burn. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do today, guys. Because Jimmy hasn't been on the liquor for a while. But maybe it's maybe it's a case of I can't fuck around with liquor, weaker liquor such as like uh, like whiskey, stuff like that. I have to I have to step it up. Yeah. I have to step it up a notch here. Okay. So I'm thinking that maybe I have to re-shock myself. It's kind of like how like yeah. you hit your head. I just got to do it, yeah. You, you know how you hit your head and then you get amnesia and you hit them again and then they don't have amnesia? Maybe that's what happens. Maybe I can't just drink vodka or this or or anything like that. Maybe I have to hit the fucking absinthe and make my body make my body shock again. Yeah. So so that's what we're gonna do yeah. here, guys. So before we get into anything else, uh, you guys get to listen to me get a big old gulp of fucking absinthe. Okay. Uh, be, hey, before you do that, yeah. While you take your gulp of absinthe, uh, uh, the the opening song there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's. Yo, whatever. It, it, that was the Kinks. That was like super early, super early Kinks. That was like night early nineteen seventies. I might even late sixties Kinks. It looked like it. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That was the eight man song. Uh. It smells like black licorice. Yeah. Yep. It's gonna taste like it too. Yeah. Hold on. Uh. Yeah, yeah, okay. So the reason I picked that song is... Uh, it burned my hand when it touched my hand. Uh, a buddy of mine. A buddy of mine just passed away the other day. Yes. And we, we'd actually talked about him on the podcast before. And I remember one of the things he used to always... Uh, he, he was always reciting Kink's songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, uh, whatever it was, it was like, oh, you know, it's like that Kink song. I guess he was he was he was hard on the Kinks. He was big on the Kinks. Yeah. So I wanted to do a Kinks song, and uh, uh, I got my I got my liquor here. Um, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna be drinking it because I don't listen. If I sit here and drink this, you have to fucking stop me. Oh, you're gonna have some of this? Yes, if well, that's here, okay. I don't want to fucking fuck the bottle with my mouth. Then. Okay. Are you gonna pour it into another absolute bottle, <laughs> dude? I'm not going anywhere to get another fucking cup, dude. <laughs> so I'll just take I'll take my shot out of here. You're just taking one shot. That's 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 a glass. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's gonna, okay. I'm gonna take that glass. So anyway, um, uh, uh, but I'm gonna when you drink your shit, I'm gonna drink this for my buddy Tommy. Yeah. Railroad. Uh, I'd like to say. Okay, so we're taking one for railroad. Let me go. Yeah. Ahead. Because he he okay. was a hard, a hard gun rights supporter. <laughs> me and him would have got along. <laughs> hardcore. He was hardcore. Was he insane like me? Uh, he was. He was, was was he as was he as as insane as I was about it? Uh, well, because you know how I am. He had a nice arsenal. Yeah. Um. um he's a good guy. Yeah. He he was yeah. He's a good guy. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to take a shot for him. All right, I'll take a drink for, for Railroad. He's 61. He's 61. Yeah. yeah. I'll talk about that after we're done with yeah. the drink. I'll talk about that age range because I had yeah. some insights about it when, when you told me. Yeah. So I'm ready. So here we All go. Right. Th- right. This one's for Railroad. Railroad. And other instances that happened in town today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <sighs> ready? <sighs> oh, yeah. Okay.
And if you listen to Redbone the other day, you know this absolute fucking vodka flavored like apples. I couldn't express enough how much it tastes like fucking shit. And don't buy it. Oh, that was fucking terrible. Oh, man. Oh, this stuff tastes like fucking dick. The burn's coming. Don't drink straight absinthe, everybody. Holy shit, this stuff is fucking garbage. My mouth hurts. And my tummy, I instantly heard my tummy... As soon, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I can feel it rumbling right uh. now because I drink more than a uh. than a shot's worth. Oh fuck, that was fucking terrible. Hold on, guys, everybody, give me like a give me like a thirty second breather. Oh, oh my god, it feels it feels like there's acid in my tummy. That was fucking. Okay, so I set my bar high today. Let me wash it down with some beer. Yeah, yeah, you better chase that shit. I can smell that shit. I can smell the licorice. Like if licorice was a person, it's like my head is up its ass. That's how much I smell it. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh my god. Remember everybody, absinthe isn't made for drinking straight. You're supposed to mix it with sugar and water. Oh dear. Oh I'll my. have some of this absolute. Okay. Let me get this absinthe out of here. <laughs> so go ahead and go ahead and uh, talk about something. I'll be right Talk about something. Yeah, uh, as I said before, I got this absolute it's called absolute juice. If you listen to the red bone, you heard me talking about it. Uh, it's absolute vodka, but it's the apple edition. Uh, it's made with uh, superb absolute vodka, five percent apple juice, and natural flavors. Five percent. Well, five percent apple juice. That's disgusting. Yeah, uh, it's inspired by the yellow, red, and gold days of the Swedish fall. That's, yeah, no shit. Did not know that one. <laughs> uh, guys, it tastes like shit. And uh, I, I'm sorry, Absolute. I I stand by your products. Um, I cannot stand by this one. This is only 35%. Yeah, it's only 35%. That's almost half of that. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and... Yeah. It's, Let me just do the taste test first. Because I don't want to drink... I don't. If I hate it, I'm not gonna drink it, dude. It's it's piss. It's apple flavored. Uh, it smells good. Apple flavored piss. It smells good. Okay. All right. It smells refreshing. All right. I. It's deceiving. It's all right. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> that stuff is ass. It's complete ass. I like this fucking beer better, and I like that. Do you shit. want some uh, absinthe? No. You don't want a little, little. No. You don't want a little. Click? No. Come on, man. No. Come on, I did it. Mm-mm. Come on, just a little one. No. Just a little one. No. Come on, just a little. No. I promise you won't regret it. I will regret it. Um. 
So I'm wondering if that worked because I drank that and I didn't gag. Hey, maybe. Um, I wonder if my theory was correct. So oh, every turn the phone down. So everybody, if you guys don't know, back at home, uh, basically, if you a lot of my close friends know that uh, I drank too much on a podcast one time, and I we drank a couple dead Nazi shooters, and then yeah. it went to just straight Goldschlager shots. And how many shots of Goldschlager did we have? We finished the bottle. We, we almost finished the bottle. We yeah. almost finished the bottle, and then we also had the dead Nazi shooters on top yeah. of it. And then I was drinking <laughs> gin on the side, straight gin. Yeah, straight was, gin. Yeah. So that day, I actually had to sit down and take a nap before I left because I needed to sober up a little bit. That was fucking retarded. That, a, that was a, a re, that was a retarded day. Retarded with a capital P. Yeah. Uh, so uh, retarded. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. <laughs> so basically, after that happened, I went home and I fucking threw up. <laughs> so uh, and ever since then, uh, I was like, uh-uh, I don't think I want to drink ever again. So, uh, I was afraid to touch alcohol. And, uh, so I've been trying here and there to try, like, try whiskey, try vodka, just, just get a little bit of something in me. You know what I mean? Like, come on, Jimmy. Come on, Jimmy. You're used to drinking like a fucking ape man. I'm used to drinking like an ape man. I'm used to drinking whiskeys and like shit. Like song, ape man. Dude, you, like, I'm fucking retarded. I used to drink straight Yukon Jack, straight Kraken, straight fucking gin out the fucking, dude, gin. It tastes like Christmas tree. I'm a fucking retard. I'm a fucking retard. And now all of a sudden I can't drink. So basically today I came to the conclusion. I was looking at my absinthe in my in my, in my uh, cabinet there. Because I have it in like a... My mom has a china cabinet and I have the absinthe in there. Because it's a nice looking bottle. So it looks good in there. I was looking at it and I was like... I, I came up with a theory in my brain. And I said to myself... Hey man, maybe if I bring... I'm a little bit too close to the mic. I'm sorry. Oh, ooh, ooh, ah, ooh. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing over there? No, I'm a little bit too close to the mic. So anyway, uh, I was looking at the absinthe, and I, and I came to the conclusion that maybe, maybe because I drank too much one day, maybe, and and now I can't drink any alcohol, because like, like like whiskeys are like thirty percent. You know what? What is what is that? What is cracking again? Is it? It's like somewhere between thirty and forty percent. I think it's ninety-five uh, proof. I think. I think it's ninety-five proof. I could be wrong about that. Somebody fact check me on Snopes. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I'm, I'm, I haven't been able to drink drinks like that. Like that one time I had the shot of vodka, dude, vodka before that night to me was like drinking water. And that's why I've always told people I don't like vodka because it tastes like nothing. Yeah. That one night where I had that little bit of vodka because I was like, oh, let's try it out and see if I can drink it. And I fucking almost gagged. Mm. But when I was at home and I saw the absinthe bottle, I was like, huh. Maybe if I shock myself, maybe if I shock myself, it, and, and before the podcast started, I described it as somebody who went, who somebody who uh, got amnesia, and then you bonk them on the head again, and now they don't have have amnesia. Yeah, I'm already feeling it. I'm already feeling it. A good amount of vodka and a good amount of fucking absinthe. I'm feeling it already. Nice. So this is gonna be a fun podcast. Nice. I'm glad I don't have work tomorrow. This is why I didn't want work tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, I was looking at the absinthe, and this little nice little idea in my brain was like, dude, maybe I have to shock myself again. Yeah. And so I was like, 
yo, mom, I'm bringing the fucking absinthe with me. <laughs> <laughs> because she doesn't like when I drive with open... She's like, oh, shit. Well, yeah, she was. Because she doesn't like when I, dri- uh, when I drive with open containers. Uh, open container, yeah. and, But she also knows what absinthe is like, because one time I, I fucked with her, and I fucking made her drink a little bit. And yeah, she was like, how'd that go? Well, obviously, it was like how you were. It's like drinking fire. So it's like... So I was like, dude, maybe I need to shock myself in the other direction. Maybe that will fix my problem. And so I did it, and then I drank this Absolute, and the Absolute didn't make me gag. So maybe I fixed my problem. So coming up, coming up in future podcasts, Alcoholic Jimmy. It's funny. It's funny. It's like how how a lot of chicks, they don't suck good dick unless you're doing something with their pussy. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Think about it. Think about it. Yeah, trust me on this. Trust me on this. Actually, you're right. Trust me on this. Yo. As long as you're fucking banging out their pussy, you're doing something hey. with their pussy. Hey. They don't even notice they're gagging. And like fucking your dick is all the way down to their fucking stomach. Hey. They don't even know. That's funny you say that. Yeah. Texas. Texas. <laughs> uh, let me tell you. Without getting into any specifics. <laughs> That's like a famous line. Without getting into any specifics. Let's just say. I stuck my fist up my own ass. Oh, no. The, those, that was too specific. <laughs> No, because that never happened. <laughs> well, let's just say I got the best fucking sloppy of my life. <laughs> I really did. I I was like, holy shit. But but I won't go in any further than that. Let's just say I love my girlfriend. How can you go further? You just said I I got the best sloppy of my life. I got the best sloppy of my life. That's what you said. Did, how funny does it sound now? Wait, wait, wait. Just stop. Stop, stop. Watch. Okay. And now watch me. Yeah, let's just say I got the best sloppy of my life. <laughs> See, how did that feel? Hey, listen, that, that's an inside joke with me and my fucking girlfriend. Here's a little, here's a little bit of a fucking perspective, okay? So we, so I, my girlfriend is equally as autistic as I am. I'm very autistic. So <laughs> people ask me if I'm autistic. I'm autistic as shit. <laughs> anyway, we have a bit of an inside joke talking. There's a meme. A little screen. Uh, well, it's not a meme. Well, it's a meme, but it's a screenshot of a guy with his fucking. It was screenshots with I don't know who with, but it's on Messenger, and he's and and somebody messages him, and I guess it autocorrects Slurpee to sloppy. <laughs> so 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 he That's so funny. so so whoever was messaging him said something along the lines of free sloppies at Seven <laughs> Eleven. And so me and Kim have... Where is this 7-Eleven at? <laughs> so, and then he responds with bet, which is like, yo, yeah, I'm going to get free fucking... I'm going to get my fucking dick sucked at 7-Eleven. So, like, me and Kim, this has been an ongoing joke of, like, uh, yo, sloppies. sloppies. That, that's what we call it. Sloppies. And it's like, uh, let's just say I had good sloppies. Wow. So, uh, and I love my girlfriend huh. very much. So thank you, Kimmy. Let's just say that much, okay? I'll leave it at that. Without saying too much. Yeah. So, uh, but hey, uh, I'm already feeling it, fellas. That absinthe really hit different. Hey, how how long long has it been since we done a fucking drunk podcast? Oh, man. Like a true to form drunk podcast. Other than you, you don't count. Yeah, together, no, it's been a while. Well, today's the day. I just did a drunk one the other night. I'm fucking ready. I'm fucking ready. I'm ready to fucking stand on the top. You know, my sciatic doesn't hurt anymore. 
Yo, here, here, all right, here, here's some fucking, here's some perspective. Everybody at home, I've been having sciatic nerve pain, and uh, because the airplane factory, airplane factory, uh, really been fucking me up lately. And uh, as of today, I got out of my car today after I came from home from work, and my fucking my sciatic was hurting me, really bad, like to the point where it hurt to walk and climb things. Well, what the fuck were you climbing? Climbing trees? No, my stairs. Oh. Going up the stairs. So, like, because I, I walk... I don't know. I guess I have a weird walk thing where... Uh, so, let me give some perspective here. <laughs> Without getting too detailed. No, no. This time, this time I'm getting detailed. So, when I was a kid, I really respected fucking Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. What the fuck? <laughs> what no, the th- fuck? this is relevant. This okay. is relevant. So, uh, you know how... Have you ever noticed how Shaggy walks? He, swing, yeah. he swings his whole foot out straight. And then he hits the floor. Yeah. Well, that's how I walk. I don't know if you ever noticed me walking, no, but I let my, I let my leg swing out completely. Well, because of my sciatic, me swinging my leg out completely hurts. So, like, basically, I got right out of my car and it was hurting, and I noticed Whoa. something was wrong. Yeah. So uh, I basically I went up my stairs, and every, cl- every basically every time I took a step, it fucking hurt. Mm. It hurt to do anything. It hurt to like twist my leg. But let's just say right now. My fucking leg don't hurt at all because I feel nothing. Dude. So uh, maybe the maybe the fix to the sciatic nerve is to drink more. So thank you everybody, thank you everybody at home for inspiring me to drink more because I've been like, yo, we're called drinking a theory, and I've been thinking about that for a while. We're called drinking a theory, and I felt really bad because all I do is drink beer. I don't get drunk on the podcast, and I go home. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, is that fair to the people? No, it's not. So maybe oh my I should. God. So what happened this week? Uh, actually, I wanted to talk about something, and I'll tell you what. After today's conversation uh, with a, a Biden video, I hope, I yeah. hope, <laughs> I hope I haven't talked about this before. Uh, I I wanted to. I think I don't think we did a podcast that week though. I would just like I would something I'm really upset about, and I really think needs to be explored more. And that's fucking Fartgate. What the fuck is Fartgate? That's Eric fucking Swalwell farting on air. <laughs> okay, he fucking farted on air. What the that fuck? Video, oh, 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 I know what you're fucking that talking video, about. That video was real. His, Wait, that was real? His people. Yeah. His, Yo, his people confirmed his fucking no, fart. No, no. His people denied his fart. They fucking denied it. He, they, they can't even Eric Swalwell did not fucking fart on Mike. Listen, they can't even be honest about farting, okay? Wait, so how do you know it's real? How Explain. do I know it's real? His people released a fucking press statement saying that that noise was not him. Uh, how did they word it? Passing gas or flatulating or something like that? It was uh, the guy on... MSNBC, Chris Matthews, he slid his, supposedly he slid his coffee cup across the table, and it made that noise. Do you have the clip? They were denying. Do you have the clip by chance? They were denying. Do you have your phone plugged in? Well, talk about something for a second here, and I'll find it. Okay, okay. So so anyway, so so here's some perspective for everybody. Basically, at the time, we were talking about whether or not Swalwell fucking farted on Mike, and I remember this distinctly because uh, I have I have monkey toddler uh, monkey toddler brain. Look at that first fucking. I I just put in the name Eric, and it came up. Okay, so do you want to plug it in? Oh, here we'll just do it this way. Okay, go ahead. Chris, so far the evidence 
is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. Dude, that was the, listen, listen, everyone, listen, I shit you not, I swear on my life, that was nobody here that made that sound. Ready, listen again, listen again. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now when we first watched that video, we thought it was fake. We thought it, you thought it was doctored. You convinced me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was you like, because I was like, there. It sounds. It sounds way too fucking. It sounds too fucking cartoonish to be a fucking yes, real thing. Absolutely. You convinced well, me. Hold on, hold on. Well, I've changed my perspective because after, after, uh, after being in a relationship, let me tell you, somebody, it's, yeah, hear me out, hear me out, motherfucker. Without getting too detailed. <laughs> hear me out. Let me tell you, some people can fart and sound like they made it with their mouth. Yeah. And, and, and I'm like, holy shit, because yeah. sometimes, let's just say an undescribed person, sometimes when I wake up in the morning, when we both wake up in the morning, uh, likes to gift me with a little funny haha and uh, does a little. And it's like and it I, sounds fake. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, you just you just use your mouth. Yeah, no, I, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we, we, one more time, one more time, just one more time. Chris, so far the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat in election. <laughs> what the fuck? He had, he had a little pause. He had a pause. If you guys go on uh, YouTube. Just put Eric Eric Swalwell gas, and you'll see it. He has a he, he even has a lift to his body. He's got a, a slight pause. His body almost flushes red, like he just had an orgasm or something. And and his people actually released a statement saying he did not flatulate. That that was Chris Matthews sliding his coffee mug across the table. Who's Chris Matthews? The guy. He's the guy. Doing hey the interview. Man, those, anch- those anchors don't fuck up very often. And listen, but here's where it shows you that these people collude with the, with these Democrats. We're having more because vodka. Because Chris everybody. Matthews even said, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was my coffee mug when I slid it across the table. Dude, they're hiding this guy's fart. They're hiding his fart. If Listen, if, if they can't be honest with you and me about a fucking fart, okay, come on, come on. Come on. This vodka tastes bad. That vodka is fucking terrible. This dude. is not good. No. It tastes exactly how you described it to me. It tastes like somebody poured a little bit of fucking apple juice into some vodka. Yeah. Which isn't a good it's idea. It's fucking terrible. At that point, just add just add apple flavoring. Yeah. It actually probably would taste good if you added apple flavoring. Yeah. But hey, Eric Swalwell. Uh, I mean, Eric Fartwell. Uh, yeah, that fucking dude <laughs> shit on air, bro. Dude, think about it. He probably would still be in the running if he took responsibility. Funny thing. I'm thinking, yeah, if if, if he would have did that on the debate stage, I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee he'd be polling. He'd be polling number one. It's ironic because you're fucking right. <laughs> if he, he'd be polling number one. Imagine if fucking Eric Swalwell was like, yeah, we're going to. Well, I mean, this is yeah. a, this is O'Rourke that said it, but imagine yeah. if fucking yeah. because Swalwell was very anti-gun. Yeah, yeah. So imagine if Swalwell, imagine if Swalwell was like, you know what? Fuck AR-15s and fuck AK-47s. Yeah. That's right. I fucking farted. Yeah. Because I fucking shit on those people. Yeah. He <laughs> Yo, did. dude, all the all all the yeah. younger kids would be like, yeah. he fucking did it. <laughs> he did it. He did it. He farted. 
He farted. He's he, just like me. I fart too. I fart too. And he accepted responsibility for it and he smiled. That's what I do. That's what I do. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I did it. I fucking did it. Yeah. If he would have did that, oh, dude. Dude, I would have voted if, for him. <laughs> dude, if he would have did that. But no, he did, it, this is Fartgate. This is the times we live in. They're covering up the guy's fart. You know, it's good when you don't taste the whiskey anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Absinthe, for so, the help. Yeah, so that's what I wanted. I, yeah, that's yeah, fucking yeah, epic, Yeah, because the week I wanted to talk about it, we didn't We didn't do. We, well, you know that they're yeah. covering something up because they're, they're so adamant about yeah. making it so that... Uh, Eric Swivel didn't fart on Mike, everybody. Dude, listen, his people released Ooh. a press statement. They had to release a press statement on this guy's potential fart. That's amazing. This is amazing times we're living in. Well, that's how you know it's fake. That's how you know that that he really did fart on fucking Mike because if 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 he if he didn't then it should have been just like a passing thing that nobody cared about. Yeah, but his people cared about it. It wasn't he. Well, by the time he did that interview, he wasn't even running anymore. No, 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 no. He was the first. He was the first dumbass. Oh yeah, he was the yeah. first. To, he was the first to drop. Yeah. Well, which I'll talk about Kamala Harris in a second. I want to talk about a little bit about uh, Kamala Harris because okay. she's funny. I'll talk yeah, about she her. She's funny. Uh, but 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 Swalwell, yeah, uh, he he uh, he dropped out of the race race first. So why is he why is he so embarrassed about farting on fucking on TV? I don't know. Like I, just I, fucking know? take just be like, yeah. Uh, you know what I would have done if I was Swalwell? It's like yeah, I did it. I'd be like, I did I, it. I, I would say, oh excuse me. Yeah. And then I'd continue like nothing I, happened. I would. I probably. <laughs> 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 Sorry about that, Chris. <laughs> you know those burritos. <laughs> You know those Hollywood, bur- uh, not Hollywood. I'm sorry. You know those Washington burritos. They're what? made out of fucking kidney. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Kidney. But hey, speaking of people who dropped out of the race, Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. She just yeah. dropped out, and I was thinking that she was actually going to yeah. last the whole fucking yeah. run. That was a misplay on my part. No, she was. Uh, that's the whole thing with the last Democratic debate. Uh, she shouldn't even been on the stage. She didn't even meet the criteria to be on the stage. For that debate. What is the criteria? The the criteria for the Democrats, they have this whole set of rules. You have to be you have to be polling so high in certain polls. You have to be bringing in so much money. The rules are very very strict. Did Andrew Yang make it to the last debate? Uh, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he did. was in the yeah. Okay. You have to be able to bring I in so much money. I don't think he's making money. it to the next debate because you have to have so much money. Yeah, no. You no, have to he's make not. like you have to have like $750,000 yeah, yeah, or something like not. and he's trying to I don't think he made it. Which, which is another thing that, uh, depending on what you want to say about Kamala Harris, that's another thing I find wholly, uh, completely ironic about the Democratic candidates that are left. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I don't even know how she was in the fucking debate to begin with, and uh, it's just bureaucracy. She made, it, she squeezed herself in, and it's so funny because she she must have learned from the master Hillary Clinton. She's not accepting responsibility. For her being out of the presidential race. You know what she's doing? She's blaming it on the there's too many racists. And because she's white and she's African American. which everybody was racist. Which I find really funny. Because in, in, in their little race right now, Republicans don't matter. Yeah. This is purely a Democrat thing. So she's she's claiming that Democrats are racist. She's claiming that Democrats are racist and they don't want to see a woman in charge. That it's 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 a lot. It's hilarious how these people just turn around and they fucking eat their own. 
they start devouring their own. Yeah, yeah. So, so now, so Kamala, now, So, if you guys don't know, Kamala Harris fucking dropped out the fucking race. Yeah, she dropped out. She uh, ran out of dicks to suck. That's basically what happened. Yeah. Well, I was thinking Kamala Harris was going to make it all the way because you made an excellent point early in her little fucking thing there, her little stint that uh, she was, she really was, and I think she still is, other than Michelle Obama, the best possible candidate they should run. Yeah. I actually think that on, on, a, on a purely uh, surface-level uh, matter... like Identity. The, identity uh, politics. Uh, on purely identity. So, like, let's say Tulsi Gabbard doesn't fucking exist. Yeah. Because I actually think that Tulsi Gabbard is probably... Because that's one thing Bollywood is definitely right about. Bollywood said that if... Democrats really wanted to win, they'd run Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, absolutely. And I think he's absolutely right. Absolutely the only right. problem is is that Tulsi Gabbard is in a fucking... Well, she's a bureaucrat, but she's not like... She doesn't have the connections like, say, yes. uh, Warren has. Yeah. And it's the same reason why uh, guys like uh, Bernie isn't is uh mr sanders there yeah. it's why sanders isn't gonna win yeah. because sanders although he may be establishment as much as you fucking left-wing socialists like yeah. to fucking think he is pro-establishment uh he doesn't have the same connections as say people like warren have yeah. and that's why warren's pulling so high yeah and it's the same thing with tulsi gabbard tulsi gabbard appeals to the most possible people in the democratic race however it doesn't matter about how many people she appeals to. It matters how many connections she has. Yeah, and, 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 and that boils down to super delegates. And, and, and that's the 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 whole Pete uh, uh, Pete Buttigieg. I have no fucking idea what you just said. Mayor Pete. Okay. Pete Buttigieg. The gay guy. The gay guy. The one who kisses his fucking husband at the end of every fucking rally he has. Oh yeah. Uh, that guy. That guy is actually leading in certain states he's he's beating all of them in certain states okay now if you go back and now i was trying to today i was trying to look for our episode where i talked about this and i couldn't find it i didn't realize we have so many episodes we almost have a hundred episodes and i was trying to find the episode where i know it was around that el paso shooting where so it was like it was like half a year ago because we were talking about the hardcore anti-gun candidates and i was talking about how people i was making fun of him because he kind of like bailed out like he kind of disappeared for almost a month is he still in the running he's still in the running because you know where he's been putting his money and his time super delegates super delegates yeah that's what he was doing i remember who you're talking about now all of a sudden he's leading he's leading warren and and no and nobody knows who he is and nobody knows who the fuck he is yeah and Obama's people are starting to put their money behind people which is ironic because that would be fucking stupid so would it be stupid would it be stupid you can't say nothing to Mayor Pete just like you can't say nothing to fucking Kamala Harris you can't say nothing you cannot disagree with Mayor Pete you know why because at the end he's gonna kiss his fucking husband in front of the fucking world and if you disagree with him it's because you hate gays you're a fucking homophobic motherfucker well here's what I have to say is that all uh, I don't know what listen the left needs to understand that uh, and this is one thing I'm giving you guys a pro tip spread this message Uh, stop trying to contest the right you guys contest too much because you guys need if you if the last four years haven't taught you guys anything it's that here let me tell you right now that contesting the right earns you nothing 
Because even if you guys quote-unquote win on facts and logic or whatever, it doesn't matter. The right has it ha, it carries a certain kind of swag almost, swagger. Yeah. Where even if they're wrong, they're right. Yeah. And it's like, you guys can't win against this. No. Stop trying to contest them. It, Stop trying to get guys like this. Because because let me tell you, he's not going to be your winner. No. Because nobody, A, nobody knows his name. And, and, and trying to do this thing where it's like, well, if because listen, let, let's be full. Let's be real. The left uses him as a fucking pawn. Yeah. Yeah. As, as a gay, because, because, right. because he's gay, he's... Yeah. "Quote unquote invulnerable," yeah. but the right doesn't play by your rules, no. so it doesn't work. Stop trying to pick people who are "quote unquote" invulnerable, that's, that's and start picking people who have a solid, I- yeah. like Tulsi fucking Gabbard. Because because the uh, uh, the Democrats are so so hooked and so locked on to this this identity politics bullshit. It's like it's like, dude, no one cares. People are getting sick of the whole identity politics shit. I know I've been sick of it for fucking years, but it's finally starting to catch up to people on the fucking, on the left. That's why Kamala Harris isn't in it anymore. Yeah. That's why the next pres- uh, Democratic debate, Yeah. they're all white. They're all white and they're all old. Because Just it, has to, exactly, it, has to do, it has to do with their message, not exactly with Exactly what yeah. the Democrats said they didn't want. Yeah, they got it. They well, got it. Well, because the people who are running now, it's not about what it's not about who they are. It's about what they're saying now. I don't. I don't even know if. I don't. I don't even. I. I don't even think I could agree on it's what with what they're saying. I mean, one point two billion. So you go ahead and you stack spaghetti sauce at a store and in, in, in a supermarket. You control the guy or the woman who runs the run, run brings out the carts on, 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 on a forklift. What happened? What the fuck was that? What was that? What was that? Is he is he gonna win on that? <laughs> he had a fucking stroke on stage. <laughs> what the fuck was that? And, and None listen, of those words made sense. And this is this is an everyday thing with him. Everyday thing. They even got John Kerry. John Kerry is on the pa- campaign trail with him now. And John Kerry is standing next to him, sitting next to him. John Kerry is his new handler. And he's right there. And when Joe fucking fucks up, John Kerry interjects and tries to save his fucking ass. Well, you know what I think about that? I think that uh, I think that uh, Joe Biden is in Warren territory where I think if Warren, win, uh, Warren wins, I think that Clinton will take vice presidency. Because I don't. Yeah, th- yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. I don't think Hillary Clinton is running again, because that would be stupid. I, I, it would be stupid. Listen, I think even though even though the the Clinton camp and the Clinton uh, cabinet there during the Obama administration, yeah, all their little friends and their little fucking bureaucrats and their corporatists there, uh, I. They might be fucking stupid, but they're not that stupid. I think they know that if they run Hillary again, it's an inevitable loss, dude. Of all shows, of all because she's on this campaign, she's on this, this, this fucking blitz. Yeah. Of all these fucking shows she's been on. Yeah. I I call it campaigning. She's fucking campaigning. I don't know who yeah. she's campaigning for or what she's campaigning. She's fucking campaigning. I'll tell you, one of the fucking people that I I loved when I was younger was fucking Howard Stern. Oh yeah, I have no respect for him anymore. Did Hill- did Howard Stern have fucking Hillary Clinton on? Yes. Why? And he defended her 
against everything. He protected her. He made up excuses for her. This guy was so far up her fucking twat. It it fucking disgusted me. Of all fucking people, of all fucking people, when I was a kid, Howard Stern was cunts because he was on, he was on normal radio, public radio. Then he was fighting every day, every day to stay on air. Yeah, because the FCC wanted to fuck. The government was on top of him. This and that, and Howard Stern was out there fighting. And this is what we should be able to do. This is how. And now, he was there fucking. Coddling and cradling fucking Hillary Clinton. Who is who feeling is, who, who sorry is for her? The epitome of fucking establishment. Yes, feeling sorry for her. You should hear the fucking interview. It's disgusting. The way he just and he felt pity for. Her. He agreed with her that Tulsi Gabbard's a fucking Russian agent. He agreed with her. Fucking Donald Trump is a Russian agent. Tulsi Gabbard. Where the fuck did they get this from? I don't even like Bernie Sanders. I think he's an old loon, fucking crackpot. Yeah. But Howard sat there and agreed. Yes, yes. Bernie Sanders is a Russian agent as well. What the fuck does that even fucking mean? The Russian agents. Listen, out of all the people who are quote unquote socialist fucking candidates, at least Bernie Sanders is the most fucking consistent. Dude, he's a Russian agent. He's a Russian fucking agent, dude. And I'll tell you what, the, the dude I listen to. And I, I tell you, I love this guy. I love listening to his shows. I, I, I listen to all his YouTube videos. Uh, just hate his politics. I don't agree with his politics. Are you talking about Jimmy Dore? Jimmy Dore. Yeah. Jimmy Dore is a hardcore. He, he's a hardcore Democrat, and he 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 borderlines a socialist. Yeah. But you know what? I like Jimmy Dore. I can listen to him. I respect him because he doesn't yell at me and tell me. And I'm, he's realistic. He doesn't tell me I'm a dummy. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll sit there and tell me, listen, I think you're wrong. I think it should be this way. You know. Well, that's how opinions work. That's how opinions work. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't treat me like a dummy. Yeah. And, and, and Jimmy Dore said fucking two years ago when this whole Russian collusion shit started, Jimmy Dore's like, and he hates Trump. Yeah. He's like, what they're doing to Trump is going to be the new standard for the Democratic Party. Yeah. If you don't fucking agree with them. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're a Russian agent. Yeah. And they're gonna fucking they're gonna run you in the ground and get you out of the way. And Jimmy Dore called this two years ago, and this is exactly how it's playing out. And Howard Stern sat there and fucking just pandered to her and fucking agreed with her. And 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 it's like Dude, you should have heard the way he fucking talked to her. It, it fucking disgusted me. It just disgusted me. Yeah. Listen, I don't even mind if people are are left wing per se. It's just that, like, there's two prerequisites, and I was telling you about this the other day. There's two prerequisites that I kind of meet. The first one is is that if you're a socialist, uh, at least admit admit that you're admit pro. Admit it. Admit that you're pro-establishment. You cannot be. You cannot call for socialism and be anti-establishment, such as like you know Antifa. Yeah. Antifa should be aligned with us if you think about it. By by def- realistically, by, yeah. By definition of their by, by <laughs> definition of their of their cause, they should be aligned with us. Yeah. But they call for stuff like socialism. Now let me tell you. Let me, let me give you guys a little bit of fucking. Uh, let me give you guys a little bit of Professor Jimmy right now. Socialism cannot exist without establishment. What do you think happens when everybody in the country decides tomorrow that they don't want to pay taxes and that they they don't have to go to jail for it? 
to have a socialism, you need to have a military and a government that enforces those ideals. That being said, these people, uh, they like to pretend that they're anti-establishment. They, they're going to vote for Bernie. Yeah. They're going to vote for Bernie. Or they're going to vote for Yang. They talk about how Yang is like, oh, come on. He's still a capitalist, but he just has some socialism. No. That's not how it's going to work. You're going to get put in jail for things that you, you things that you say that don't align with their fucking, uh, I guess, political playbook. That being said, I don't know why people align themselves so... Because let's put aside Bernie and Yang for a second. Yeah. Uh, Hillary Clinton is the worst of them. Not in the sense that she's a socialist. Because I don't think she's a hard-up socialist by any means. But you know what I think uh, Hillary Clinton is? Hillary Clinton is the definition of somebody who is... Pro-government power. Yeah. And, and, and is, is basically as corporatist... And as bureaucratic as you can get, yeah, she is. She is. She is ingrained in the system as anybody else. So if you're anti-system, if you're, let's say you're on the left and you're say a socialist, or you're say, or even if you're not a socialist, if you support Hillary Clinton, you're inherently a hypocrite. Yeah, because 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 she is the system, and she is. She is the conspiracy, and she is the person who is using everything and anything she can get to run your life and run the lives of people who aren't even in the fucking country, people in the Middle East, uh, foreign aid, shit like that. That's why guys like fucking Biden, I don't yeah. think are fucking dropping out yet because Biden is ingrained with people like fucking Hillary. If Biden, yeah. let's say Biden wins the, con let's say Biden wins the the candidacy, yeah. and then Biden wins the presidency. Yeah. That's a humongous win for people like Hillary Clinton. Yeah, not only that, in my opinion, Biden can't drop out. Well, I'm not talking yeah. about just that. Yeah, I'm yeah. just I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about the sole yeah. fact that that because he's such a bureaucrat and like we already know he yeah. bribed Ukraine with yeah, foreign yeah, yeah. aid. We yeah. already know that happened. Yeah, you got to figure this is a man who's been in politics since what the '60s, the late '60s, early '70s. Politics are his life. Yeah. Okay. And, and what amazes me is someone like Joe Biden, he's been in Washington his whole fucking life, his whole existence, you know, ever since little kids were rubbing his fucking hair in the swimming pool when he was hanging out with... Watching it come back up when he turns blonde. Well, yeah, and when he was hanging out with corn pop in yeah. the fucking chain and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, but, and, and now he's running for president. He's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do... Joe... You've been in the fucking Washington, D.C. since 1970. Yeah. Why didn't you start then? Yeah, that looks bad. Not to mention, not only just that, it looks <laughs> bad. Because it's not just, because at the end of the day, it's not about legislator or good intent. It's about winning positions of power. Biden's run is basically just trying to make the Obama-Clinton thing again, a third time around. That's their their desperate struggle to try and make the Obama Clinton reign yeah. a third time around. Whatever, dude. At the end of the day, you the thing with Clinton is that like these people are so fucking vehemently like 
pro Clinton. There's so many people who are still so pro Clinton, but then and at I the don't sa- get it. And then at the same time, they'll be like, oh, "Well, I'm anti-government," or or, or <laughs> even if, even if they're not anti-government, they talk about like, "Oh, yo, you know, like I think that the government should should support these people, X people, this, that, and the other thing." Talk about what the government yeah. should do, but they they seem to fail to realize that those said legislator and those said programs don't benefit and in fact cost those people money yeah they won't do it yeah if you want somebody to do those things then vote tulsi gabbard hell i even give you guys a little bit of credit no guys don't vote tulsi gabbard you just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, you just let, keep let, doing let, what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, because you, because we don't want the we don't want them Trust to win. Trust me, I don't want Trump to have real competition. Yeah, don't forget all about Tulsi. Yeah, yeah. just forget about her. But I no, if I was a Democrat and I'm a fucking Republican and I'm listening to Tulsi Gabbard. I will say that. I mean, you, you give her credit where credit is due. You're fucking a right. Yeah, you're fucking a right. Well, because she's probably one of th- one of two people. In the running that have any, I feel like, true intentions. You know uh, what? What really kills her is the fact that she's she's uh, anti-regime re- change wars. She's anti going overseas, removing people, starting a new fucking government. And the left loves that. The left, and which, which amazes me, that they've come full circle after the last 50 years. And now all of a sudden, they're the party that's all about fucking regime change? What the fuck? Well, man? it's ironic, dude. And this is another. That's just another aspect of the how many fucking other aspects that there is about the leftists nowadays. Is that leftists nowadays will talk about how bad the Iraq war is and how we fucking ran, yeah. how we ran a train through the Middle East. Yeah. Yet they they are the first people to say maybe we should do something about Syria. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I love these people. What? I love these people that uh, in the beginning when Trump first got in, and uh. Uh, the left, the Democrats were going nuts because Trump wasn't dropping enough bombs. He wasn't dropping enough bombs. He needs to do more. Did they he say- needs to put fucking boots on the ground. It's like, are you, do you fucking hear yourself? Yeah. Uh, I mean, are you but fucking you, But serious? you are the same people who on Facebook will talk about how we need to put flowers in gun barrels. <laughs> like, fuck off, dude. Yeah. Pick one. Pick one. Yeah. At least be consistent. I said it to you a couple days ago. If you have an opinion, I can't tell you you're wrong. But yeah. at least be fucking consistent. Yeah, and it's... If you're going to be a fascist, at least take fucking credit for yeah. being a fascist. Yeah. If you're going to be a fucking socialist, let's be real. Yeah. And it's like I said to you the other day. Nobody likes admitting that they're pro-government. Nobody yeah. likes admitting that they're, pro- that they're pro-establishment. Yep. And there's a reason for that because it's fucking bad. Yeah. Because nobody wants to admit it because it sounds bad and it looks bad. Because it, throughout the course of history, being pro-establishment basically means that you're a fucking bootlicker, bootlicker, bootlicker faggot, and you and all you like to do is like to suck on the teat of the fucking government. And it's like you are a fucking motherfucker. And it's like at least admit it then. That's my only prerequisite. If you think that you need to fucking have the government to fucking to support you, hold your fucking hand, hold wipe your, your ass, and fucking tell you what to do and control you and and go to war with yeah. with here here there and the other thing. Yeah. At least fucking admit it. At yeah. least sit there and fucking tell me that you want that. Yeah. Because because if you if you tell me oh you know maybe we needed to go to Syria and fucking fuck rip fucking Assad's cock yeah. and balls off and then yeah. eat it for dinner. Yeah. 
And then you turn around and tell me how much you don't like violence and you're a pacifist and yeah. you fucking hate. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm more anti-war than you. When I talk about, say, the boogaloo or the revolution, at least I have the fucking nuts to say, dude, I wish it didn't have to be like that. I don't like war. And that's the funniest fucking uh, misconception. That's the funniest fucking uh, stereotype about our types is that the, the Republicans and Libertarians love war. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I still fall in. I I still tell that line quite a bit. I I back in the day, I always thought the Republicans were the party of war. Well, they still they, are. They, they, to be fair, but yeah, you still got. I, you I got was, GOP motherfuckers. Yeah, out there. these, these yeah. old school fucking GOPs. Yeah, dude, they love fucking war, man. Yeah. It makes some money. It makes their districts money yeah. because the people in their districts, they're making the bombs. They're making the parts for the planes. They're making all this. They're getting kickbacks from fucking Raytheon. They're getting kick, kickbacks from fucking Boeing. They love fucking war. They wake up in the morning thinking, I hope there's a fucking war today, man. Yeah. And I honestly, I honestly believe there are fucking politicians like that. God, why can't we just have a fucking war? It's fucking Christmas. I need some extra cash. Yeah. Why can't we have a fucking war? Well, I think it boils down to... I'm not surprised when you tell me that old GOP people are pro-war. Because you look at the paper trail, it makes sense. But when you look at the fucking left, it's almost like bonking yourself on the head with a fucking hammer. It doesn't make sense. Because the people who support them, and even the people they support, even the people that, like, give them money, and you're like, oh, well, now that makes sense. But then then they still run on this anti-war, anti-violence, pro-peace, pro-fucking, bipartisan this, bipartisan that. They fucking liars. They lie to your fucking face, and you should be fucking mad about it. Yeah. And it's like, this is why you need to vote for people like Tulsi Gabbard. That's, that's, That's like fucking... Like, especially in these times, and I never thought I'd say this, especially with the way the fucking the Democrats are right now. I am. a. am not saying I, I'll be this way forever, but this is just what I'm in right now. I am a hardcore fucking Republican. Yeah. Hard fucking core. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I'm getting I'm starting to get fucking pissed. These Republicans better start doing something yeah. or they're going to fucking lose me just like the Democrats fucking lost me. Yeah. Because. The shit is really starting to get fucking all dis fucking combobulated now. Like Lindsey Graham, he had his fucking moment. Yeah. Okay. Lindsey Graham is back on the fucking shit list. Why? Because now he's saying when an impeachment hits the Senate, it's dead on arrival. The Senate's not even going to fucking deal with it. Do you know why? Because then they don't have to have a trial. Yeah. If they don't have a trial, they don't have to fucking they don't have to subpoena Hunter Biden, Joe Biden. Uh they don't have to He's su- in their pocket. They don't have to subpoena all these people from the fucking Ukraine. Do you yeah. know why? Because Lindsey Graham's fucking buddy, John McCain, was in that Ukraine fucking deal. Yeah. Okay. Which means that Lindsey Graham's Which in that deal. Which means that Lindsey Graham is in that fucking deal. Yeah. Okay. I watched I watched a video of Lindsey Graham getting a medal from one of Ukraine's most fucking corrupt fucking presidents ever. Okay. Lindsey Graham's part of that fucking shit. Yeah. Okay. If they dig it up, he's in trouble. He's in trouble. You're absolutely. And you know right. what I say? Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta break a couple eggs to fucking make the cake. And, and you know what? He needs to fucking go too if he's one of them. You're fucking a right, dude. Yeah. You're fucking a right. It's 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 still point now with with someone with with uh, people like Lindsey Graham. Yo, <sighs> yo, play ball, Lindsey. Turn around, suck it up, say you fucked up, spill the fucking beans. Okay, I'll respect you more. Yeah. 
And maybe when you get out of fucking political jail, yeah, maybe maybe you'll have a place in society, yeah, because you did the right thing. And don't be afraid. But you're too fucking. But you're too afraid that the people will fucking turn on you, and that's exactly what will fucking happen if you keep playing this fucking game. Fucking a right. And you know what, Lindsay? If 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 he can kiss his fucking husband on stage in front of America, you can finally come out and say you love the dick too, Lindsay. Because I know. I smell it on you every time I see you. I smell the dick on you, Lindsay. It's okay you're gay. I don't fucking care yeah. what you stick in your body, Lindsay. If anything, he'd, he'd probably rally care. a lot of support. I don't care what any of these people do Yeah. when it comes to their fucking sex life. Because it shouldn't matter. Just fucking do something for me. Yeah. Okay, I don't care. Well, well, okay. Here comes here comes the weekly fucking revolutionary speech. What the fuck are Senate members? What the fuck are House members? What the fuck is the president? What is judges? What is this, that, and the other thing? These people who are elected, who are, or, or and even if we don't elect them, they're elected by our what are they called? Representatives. When our representatives stop representing us, yeah. what do the fucking people do? Get mad. Yeah. If you're at home listening to this, tell your friends to get mad. Yeah. Buy some fucking guns and get ready for some shit to fucking happen. Listen, I'm going full Alex Jones right now. Listen, before I just want to say, before you keep going, before you buy the guns, okay, you get their phone numbers and you call. You call. Those calls matter. I, I, I know people don't think they matter, but they fucking matter. Yeah. They matter. If someone like Lindsey Graham got fucking 2.5 million people calling him and leaving messages... He'd be afraid. Okay. He'd be afraid. They're afraid. Okay. For their jobs. For their jobs. Yeah. Okay. That's like right now with the impeachment. Some of the Democrats are like, whoa. Because they know what is going to happen. I don't want it. A lot of these Democrats in don't. the House are up for re-election in 2020. Yeah. So they have to worry about Republicans and they have to worry about Democrats that don't want impeachment. Do you, do you know all the freshmen, all the freshmen Democrat congressmen and women that are up for re-election in 2020, they are all losing their districts right now by double digits. <laughs> and it's because of fucking impeachment. Yeah. Because the people don't care about impeachment anymore. And it's too late. And you know what? And you know what that shows? That Nancy Pelosi, she doesn't care about her fucking Democrats. She doesn't care about her Democrats. She cares about first. herself. She cares about herself. Yeah. Or she would stop this bullshit so these people could fucking go back to their districts and say, okay, I'm, I'm working for you now. I'm not working for Adam Schiff. I'm not working for fucking Nancy Pelosi. I'm working for you Yes, we'll beat Trump in the election, but what do you need now? Yeah. And these people would be able to get their people back. Yeah. But Nancy Pelosi, she's preventing that. And at that... Whatever. Yeah. John McAfee, 2020. Oh, God. <laughs> be lucky if he's alive. Hey, uh, Rusty Shackleford. No, he ain't Rusty Shackleford. No, it's yeah. not. It got confirmed that he's not. Mm. Regardless, though. Did you see the video of the guys who stormed the island? Oh, uh, I heard about it. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty funny. It's a pretty good video. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. I'm surprised. Did they get arrested for that? No, no, no. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they got away with that. No, they were on the island for almost 35, almost 35 minutes just running from building to building. 
Yeah. You can literally see cause they're running with like fucking. Cause Go, they did, like GoPros? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're just running from fucking building to building. Fucking security is chasing them all around the fucking island. <laughs> and they're just fucking running. The, the guy who dropped them off with the boat, he initially wasn't going to do it. And then he's like, you know what? He's like, fuck it. You guys got like 30 minutes, dude. And he yeah. dropped them off. <laughs> yeah. And then these guys, they just ran all around the fucking island. It was, yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> well, uh, regardless, just to fucking, sh- uh, to finish up all those statements, long story short, if you're a Democrat at home, for whatever fucking reason you're listening to this podcast, uh, <laughs> dude, get you should be mad. You should be sitting yeah, at home. You should be, be mad. Extremely mad. That all these bureaucrats and all these people who are inter- intertwined with this fucking web of fuckery. You yeah. should be mad about that. Yeah. And it, and, and, and you, you you should be either A, looking for revolution, or B, looking for a candidate that's going to yeah. fucking meet your demands. And I can tell you right now, there's two of them and only one of them is reliable. Yeah. And I don't even know if the one's reliable. Tulsi Gabbard and uh, I hate to say it. I hate to give this man credit, but Andrew Yang. At least yeah. Andrew Yang sticks by his fucking script. That's all I have to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, he, he does. But that, that'll be his downfall. Yeah. So. I, think if, <sighs> I think if Andrew Yang, for whatever fucking reason, wins the Democratic candidacy, uh, Trump might, might... Andrew Yang may as well lay on his back and let himself get ran over because uh, Trump yeah. would win guaranteed. Yeah. I, I, I honestly believe it's so sad. I honestly believe that <laughs> whoever runs up against Trump is just going to get slaughtered. Yeah. They're gonna get fucking. I think slotted. the only person who I, the I, only person who wouldn't would be Tulsi. I think I would actually if I, uh, and I'm a gambling man. I would actually put money on Trump winning the popular vote. Damn. Which a lot of people don't think will happen, but I I honestly do because because you know why I I've been watching I've been watching all these these hearings and and, and everything and this like the hearing the other day in the judicial uh, chambers there. Uh, they brought in four witnesses. Okay, uh, three of them were brought by the Democrats. Is it tomorrow's the IG report too? Right. Yeah, tomorrow's gonna be a busy day politically because you got yeah. the IG report coming out, and you got Jerry Nadler. Yeah, Nadler, fat fucker. He scheduled a bunch of shit to go on with impeachment tomorrow. Yeah, which he broke the he broke the rules. He changed the rules already. Uh, the Republicans were supposed to get a minority meeting before they went forward. Jerry said, you know what? You don't need a minority meeting. Uh, we're just going through. <laughs> so it, it's, it's, it's whatever. But so anyway, they brought up these three, these three dipshits. Uh, the uh, Democrats called three. The Republicans were allowed to call one witness. Yeah. And basically all they were were uh, 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 what you call constitutional scholars. Uh, yeah, don't, yeah, don't worry. They're people that are much smarter than us, much richer than us, and they know What's you right. were sarcastic yes. about that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but I don't believe anybody who went to college about constitutional rights because if you went but, to college over constitutional rights, probably uh, somewhere along the way, your ideas of what yeah. the Constitution are were probably at one point yeah. corrupted. So, yeah. so the, the what they uh, what they were split. These weren't even witnesses. These were just opinion, just like everything else. Opinion witnesses. So the Democrats couldn't even get that right. They couldn't even get that right. You're, you're, you're supposed to call a non-biased constitutional scholar. Yeah. Okay, for this thing. Uh, so they called three 
hardcore Democrats. Yeah. Who'd the Republicans call? They called a hardcore Democrat. Mm-hmm. A lifelong Democrat. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you, the Democrats weren't asking him questions. But the, the, the Democrat star that they brought up there was a woman, a female, of course. And a lot of people on the left are already bitching that there was no black people. They were all white people. So this was all just a show. Yes, it was just a show. A matter of fact, this woman that everyone was praising, uh, who's got a non non biased opinion because she's a constitutional scholar, this is what she said last year. God no. This is what she said last year. Yeah. So I, I, I was struck. I, you know, I came in from the airport yesterday and I got off the bus from Dulles down at Lanthan Plaza and I walked up to the hotel and as I was walking past what used to be the old post office building and is now the Trump Hotel, which I had to cross the street, of course. Um, but, um, Are you staying there? God, no. See that? How, how unbiased was that? God, no. She can't she, even stay at the Trump she, Hotel. She, on- could, she had to cross the street because she didn't want to walk by it because it was Trump's hotel. This is your unbiased can fucking I, can witness. I see her? Can I see her? Yeah, she's bisexual too. She admits she's bisexual. She's nasty looking. She looks like whatever. But yeah, this is there was this is their unbiased witness. Yeah. Okay, and and everyone who knows politics, who pays attention to politics, who knows these names, they know this woman is like this. Yeah. And this is who they fucking it, it, called. It was a. It was. It. It wasn't even a. Uh, con- it wasn't even a call for constitutional a- uh, analysts. Uh, yeah. Analysis. It was a call to make a show. Yeah. It was a call to have somebody who is professional, yeah. and that's hardcore fucking air fucking quotes there, fellas. Yeah. Constitutional. What? What are they called? Analysts. Uh, con- scholar, bro. Constitutional scholar. fucking scholars. It's because you. That's because the people at home. They want the people at home to think this yeah. person knows more than I do. I listen. They you don't. Can't, you they, can't. You can't tell me. I hate to. St- I hate to try to tell the Democrats where they fucked up because I don't want them to correct it. <laughs> yeah. And I know they're all listening to me. Hey, hey, There's hey, like hey, 20 hey. million people listening to me. I, yeah, they they just want to know right, my fucking opinion. Yeah, you're right. But you can't tell me. They couldn't be like the Republicans in this situation and go out and actually find unbiased people yeah. that agree with what the bullshit package they're trying to sell. It's because it, that's because they because they don't. Here's the thing, because you're because you're you're com, you're not confused per se, but you are. You're sitting here and you're wondering why the Democrats couldn't do that because it's not a matter of why or how or whatever you want to ask. It's about them simply painting the picture to begin with. They do not care that this person no. is biased. All they have to say is this person's unbiased. Me, you, and even the common fucking Democrat could agree that this person's fucking biased, yeah. but it doesn't matter because that per the people who are what, what you go in front of the con. Yeah, uh, she, she went in front of Congress. Yeah, the, it doesn't matter. They just need to say they can pick. They can pick someone. They can pick a homeless man off the street yeah. and say this person is an unbiased political scholar, yeah. a congressional scholar. Yeah, and uh, t- to be honest, I'll be honest with you. If you go to college to be a congressional scholar, I already don't trust you. A constitutional scholar. 
what uh, what did I say? Congressional star. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit lit. Yeah. So if you go to college to be a uh, constitution a constitutional scholar, uh, a constitution scholar, what have you, I already don't trust you, because you you a went through the system, which is already on on a on a baseline level. On a baseline level, is already contradictory to what the Constitution is about. See, I I would agree with that, but I and I'm not saying this guy. Well, this guy didn't defend Trump. The fourth guy, the witness, the Republicans called. I like his name. I like his name. He's got a solid name. I have. I just got to let him know. He goes by the name Jonathan. Okay, his, his name is Jonathan Turley. Uh, He's out of George Washington University. He's a professor. He's a, he's a he is a constitutional scholar. Yes. Okay. Uh, I advise John John to drop the a thin. Just go with John and and just call call yourself John T. That sounds awesome, right? John T. I'm John T. It's, it's got a very hard. Awesome. It's got a yeah. hard a hard stop. Yeah, it's like hard. I'm John fucking T. Yeah, it's got a hard stop to it. Yeah, John T. Okay. Now John T, I don't agree with John T on his uh, on political his views. Political views, here. no. And he don't agree with mine neither. Of course not. But what he does agree with is that what is happening right now is wrong. Yeah, it's all wrong. This is a fucking Democrat saying this that this is all wrong. The guy sat up there and said, "Listen, I don't like ninety percent of the shit Trump says. I don't like a hundred percent of the shit Trump does." I don't want Trump to be president. Yeah. But this is not the way to do it. Yeah. So so I respect John T. And I listened to him break down his, because this is all it was, was opinions on how the Constitution and how the Articles of Impeachment, how the, 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 the Founding Fathers wrote it up. Uh, it is a shit thing because when the Founding Fathers wrote that shit up, uh, yeah, they didn't know what a computer was. They didn't know what internet was. They didn't know what new crimes would be. They didn't even know what crimes were. Per se. Per se. They yeah. knew what crimes in their time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so when you talk about high crimes and misdemeanors, that that kind of opens up the door for people to just make shit up. Well, because there's a lot of vague, there's a lot of uh, blurred lines. Yeah. Because uh, because you can say a lot of things. Because now society's become very specific. Yeah. It's become very uh, convoluted. Yeah. Uh, and so now you have these people who drew up lo- uh, rules for a much simpler time, and now you can interpret them. Yeah. Very uh, fucking crazy. You can almost say anything you yeah. want. Yeah. And, and 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 I think that's part of the reason why I don't trust constitutional yeah. scholars. Yeah. You know, John T. He sounds like a nice guy and all because he's very unbiased. But let me tell you, he's one in a million. And 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 it's uh, well, well. See, that's that's another thing too, is that this is what cracks me up. They just had, they just had a five hundred five hundred professors yeah that are so-called constitutional scholars yeah uh they all signed a letter stating what trump did whatever that was is an impeachable offense and he should be impeached for it okay but statistically there's over thirty thousand constitutional scholars in this country who don't agree no, there's just over thirty thousand. Oh, you're just talking uh, about in yeah, general. Yeah, okay. and so you got five hundred signatures. 
that's like having that's, that's like, like when you're on the news saying well you know what 46 percent of the population agrees trump should be impeached yeah only 10 people fucking voted on it and, or something. and not yeah. only that it's yeah. like it's like okay that's only 46 percent they're still in the minority yeah okay when you hit when you hit like fucking when you hit 59 60 give me a call yeah because then they're the majority yeah okay so i don't care I don't care if fucking 49.9% of the population want fucking impeachment. You're still the minority. And if 50%, eh, 50%, oh, that's interesting. But you know what? 50% still doesn't want it. Yeah. Because because now you have people halfway. Well, you know what? Before we go further with political discussion, I want to run something by you because I I find it an interesting concept. And I'm torn on it, and I've been torn on it actually for years. Fisting. (laughs) Uh, No. Um, There are people who, much like me, are very pro-liberty, right? Okay. Extremely pro-liberty. Now, uh, there are actually people who are so pro-liberty that they actually think democracy is fascist. Now, allow me to explain their viewpoint because that's probably confusing to you. Okay. Um, They make, and I'll even give them credit here, that uh, it's actually a pretty good point. I don't necessarily agree or disagree because I've actually been very, uh, I've been very, lost on the topic for a long time um people who who are very extremely pro-liberty much like myself have gone as far as to say that democracy is still fascist because say uh i don't know what the rate is of how many people are right-handed versus left-handed okay but like let's say for example everybody decided to say if you're left-handed you get to have your fucking left hand cut off because we only want right-handed people to exist yeah and they say that democracy inherently is fascist because it imposes the view on the minority yeah and i always thought it was an interesting concept whether i agreed with it or not yeah i always thought it was an interesting concept because say um let's say the people decided to vote that we wanted to raise taxes yeah but you don't want to pay more taxes so you decide to fucking shoot your irs fucking guy who comes to collect Does that so? Is it? Does it makes you think? Does that mean that? Does that mean that democracy is inherently fascist towards fascist the mi- towards the minority? minority. Yeah. Is it an interesting concept? Yeah, it's right. almost like it's almost like a paradox if you think about it. Yeah, really. Because because democracy is meant to support the the majority. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. in of a society, yeah, but yeah, at the yeah, same yeah, time, yeah. it oppresses the minority. Which is against, which is really against. Let's be real; it's against the the, the inherent uh, beliefs of a democracy. Yeah. Is to is to uh, is to oppress anybody really. So it's all it's a, it's a, yeah, it's, a, it's that, an interesting that is, one. That is pretty fucked up. Yeah, because I've been thinking about that for a while, and I can't tell wow. if I agree or disagree. Yeah, because because you're 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 damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about. I that. I just wanted to bring that up because it's interesting. Yeah. It it's is it's very it, interesting. It's a weird one. It's a weird one. Yeah. When you're on the internet long enough, you meet a lot a lot of weird people. Wow. And I've met people who are like me, who are super duper pro two A, anti cop, this that and the other thing, and they're like, well, you know what, man, yeah. democracy is inherently fascist. And I'm wow. like, and I think sit there and think to myself, it is, but it isn't. Yeah. It is, but it isn't. It's like it is, but it isn't. You can't, yeah. you can't agree or disagree because if you disagree, then you you come off as almost anarchic. 
you become as you be, you look like an anarchist. You almost look uh, illogical. Yeah. But if you fucking support democracy, then yeah, you're right. Then what happens to the people who didn't want to run that way? Yeah, you're right? technically taking away their freedom. Like so, yeah. if you, if you're a democracy and you and you tote this and that about freedom, yeah. But you tell, uh, let's say, I don't know, a weird number, thirty-eight percent of the people who voted no on said yeah. topic, you're making them do what you want to do. Yeah. And if you tell like a percentage of the population they can't have sex with children, uh, you're taking away their rights. Realistically. Technically, yes. Yeah. Well, uh, that that's one thing I've always given people shit about. Wow. That's one thing I've always given people shit about uh, is because uh, there are some people who are called ANCAPs. You know what an ANCAP is? No. An anarchist capitalist. So uh, basically they believe in anarchy and capitalism and uh, there's nothing wrong with believing that. It's just a rather illogical belief. You're basically believing that corporations and like all this crazy shit should exist while also not having the rule of law. So it's basically a very volatile belief and a lot of these guys will actually argue if the child consents and you know what my and you know what my fucking i don't even give it a fucking chance to exist if somebody says if the child consents i say well well i don't think i need your consent to fucking blow your brains out yeah (laughs) wow yeah once you get deep into the political uh political uh Ideology, uh, 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 ideologies that aren't just left or right. Wow. Once you start, once you start exploring the other, yeah, yeah, yeah. it gets weird. Yeah. It gets into this weird territory, and uh, all yeah, I know, you just open a whole new door for me. Yeah, the idea yeah. of democracy being, in a way, it, fascist in a way. Jesus, it's definitely a weird thing to think about. Yeah, it because is. you think to yourself, well, if the majority wants this, then it's right, right? Dude, how am I going to beat off tonight now? Wow, now you're going to have to fucking think about it. I was looking so forward to just fucking relaxing and jerking off tonight. Now now you have to think about things. I'm sorry. Oh, God, dude. Dude, do you you realize... uh, I'm surprised I haven't brought that up with you yet because, you know, I've been thinking about that topic for fucking years. Because I've I've always heard about that. I've always heard about uh, that uh, technically... That democracy is technically, uh, by definition, in ways fascist because it imposes its will on the minority. Hmm. Because think about it. Let's say that tomorrow everybody decided they don't want guns, but I want guns. Yeah. Technically, everybody to me is a fascist. It's weird. It's a weird thing. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> wow. You're at a loss now, aren't you? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm really upset now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All I can say is that uh, just because it exists and it's confusing doesn't mean that I don't have my opinion set in stone. I have certain opinions set in stone. I think that anybody who 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 uh, this is going to be a hot take. I know people at home. Uh, anybody who has a malleable opinion, overly a malle- uh, Now, there's nothing wrong with having a malleable opinion, but if your if your opinion is so malleable that you're willing to change sides on a fucking flip of a coin, <clears throat> I think that you were never fucking. I don't think you were ever dedicated to your ideology uh, uh, ideologies to begin with. Mm-hmm. So like. Uh, just because that that concept exists of democracy can be inherently fascist doesn't mean I necessarily agree with it. So yeah. it's like I still personally think that the people's will is important. 
Because at the end of the day, the people are the ones that have to live day to day, and your yeah. politicians don't fucking matter. They're yeah. just there to fucking simply, uh, what I would call, bottleneck the opinion. So they're they're simply there <clears throat> to instead of <sighs> instead of fucking three hundred million people having to give their fucking take, they're there to fucking uh, make it basically just a hundred yeah. guys give their fucking take, and and the representatives are just supposed to be just that just representatives and uh that brings me into a whole nother topic of we went off the fucking we went off the shits at one point and our representatives are no longer representatives they have their yeah. own free will and they're bureaucrats etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah. but yeah man the whole democracy is fascism thing is definitely Jesus. an interest interesting concept because it because it challenges your your preconceptions yeah it, it, it challenges everything that you've known to be fair huh. it's weird it's a weird thing yeah. i've been struggling with that with that opinion for a long time for for almost three years because i because because back when trump got elected uh the, those because you have you seen the the political compass which is the four quadru- quadrants you got the the you got the upper left with which is oh, communist. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah well and caps are basically as far down to the right oh, yeah. down and right as you can go yeah so and those are the people who claim that democracy is inherently fucking fascist hmm. And uh, ever since that ever got brought up to me, because I like to interpret things that are told to me and I like to think about them, that's definitely one of the hardest ones politically that's ever been tossed at me. Mm. Because cause it quite literally out of all... Because po- I find that politics is pretty straightforward. I know that this is going to sound ironic and almost uh, hypocritical in a way. I think that politics are pretty much set in stone. I think you got people who have good intentions, and I think you got people who have bad intentions, yeah, yeah. whether they admit it or not. And I think that if you're above that middle line, which is like right and left, and then you have the then you have the y-axis, which is libertarian or authoritarian. I think once you start getting the authoritarian fucking territory, whether you you realize it or admit it or not, yeah. If you are admitting to be a authoritarian, you are. Tell, you're basically telling people that they shouldn't live their lives and the government should tell you what to do. Yeah. And no matter what you say, that doesn't sound good. No. That being said, though, uh, I, for my entire life, I've always found that people who were above that line into the authoritarian way are typically corrupt in some sort of way. Or, or if, Even if they're not corrupt, say you're talking to somebody who simply agrees in having the, the government rule their lives, I personally think that they're misguided. They're people who are either misguided or lazy. Yeah. Which is, I know is very harsh to say, but it's like, if you don't want to have control over your own life, why, I don't know, I, I have a hard time taking your opinion seriously. So, that being said, I haven't had much challenge in the political world as far as going bottom goes. Because typically, as far as those opinions go, even people who are on the left side of the spectrum are in agreement with you with a lot of things regarding that fact. So when those and caps say that democracy is inherently fascist, it, being, it brings up this really weird headspace of you're right, but you're wrong, yeah. but you're right, but yeah. but you're also wrong. There's no, it's almost like I said, it's a political paradox, yeah, which that's is fucking retarded. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's it's hard. It's hard. To, it's hard to think about. I've been thinking about it for a long time. I think I think about it at least once a week. Wow, Jesus. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let's come back to normal. So far, the evidence 
is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. <laughs> <laughs> that fucker farted. I think if you're above the line, you believe Swalwell didn't fart. <laughs> fucker farted, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, man. Uh, all I know is, is that uh, I only talk about politics once a week, and that's on the podcast, everybody. <laughs> I try not to talk about that shit. I love it. It's like my new sports. It's yeah. like I stopped watching football. This is my new football. Oh yeah. This is this is my football, dude. You want to talk about football? Because I think football's funny. I don't. I don't even know what's going. Wait, hold on. Hold I on, don't know what's on. happening either. I can tell you the team I used to love is getting their ass kicked right now, forty-two to twenty-one, and it's the fourth quarter, and they got ten minutes. How are they doing this season? How are the Raiders? Uh, they were doing. They said whatever. They suck. Whatever. It's what's their, their win loss? Uh. Dude, I, I fucking forget. I fucking forget. I think I think they're even. I think they're that's even. That's not too bad. I think they're even. Yeah. Hey, man, that's, be- that's better than they were. They're six and six. Hey, yeah, uh, it's not too bad. That's all right. Yeah. If they win the next, well, obviously they're gonna lose this game. No, so they're they're done. They're done. Yeah. Seven losses. They're done. That they, they would finish the year nine and seven, even if they win. Who who does who does uh who do the Raiders play in their league? In their division? Yeah, yeah, their division. I'm sorry. Uh, the they got to play uh, the Chiefs twice, the Broncos twice, the Chargers twice. That's rough. Yeah, that's actually really fucking rough. No one because because yeah. even when the Chargers aren't doing good, they're still a decent team. Yeah. I don't think they ever have a terribly bad no. season. No. And then they they play against Broncos. Yeah, the which Broncos are, are another team that yeah. does consistently at yeah. least decent. And the Chiefs are really good. Yeah, the right two now, Chiefs so. have a notoriously good fucking defense yeah, every so year. So yeah. yeah. Rough. That's rough. Have you ever thought that the Raiders are losing because of their fucking division? Um have you ever had that hot take? No. 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 Why have you why have you ever have you ever wondered why the Raiders do bad? I want to hear your take because you know more about the Raiders than I do. I don't, dude. I I've been out the game for a couple years. Yeah, but back let's say back when you were in the game. Uh, back when I was in the game, I think, what was your hot take about why they don't do good? Uh, their owner, he's their dead owner. now. Thank God, Al Davis. Oh yeah, Al Davis. Okay, yeah, he died. Uh, which I thought was a good thing. Yeah. <clears throat> His son took over the team. His son, uh, people actually call him Tommy Boy. Why? Because I mean, his name's Tommy, I guess. No, no. His name ain't Tommy. They call him Tommy Boy because he's like fucking Tommy Boy from the movie Tommy Boy with Chris Farley. Oh, so he's an idiot. He's a fucking idiot, yeah. Uh, and matter of fact, he's not even going to... This is the last year the Raiders are going to be in Oakland. Next year, they'll be in fucking Las Vegas. Yeah. They will be called the Las Vegas Raiders. Why do you, why are you so uh, against that? Is there a reason? Uh, yeah, because uh, when I got into football, I got into football very young. I got into football because my mom was in football. Like she was into football. Yeah. <clears throat> she was always an Oakland Raiders fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of how I just fell into the system. Yeah. Uh, then they moved to Los Angeles, which uh, no one liked. And then, really? they, then they moved back to Oakland, which was fucking great. The Oakland Raiders are back. and I don't know. I just don't like the ideas of teams switching cities. Stuff like that. Hmm. I, and, and I don't know. It just it, it shows you where it's it's just all business. It's not a sport anymore. It's all business. And yeah. 
Well, I, I I I tell this to everybody I meet about football. <laughs> yeah, I know I know what you think. Yeah. I, I I I I I borderline agree with that as well. Oh, I, I actually it's funny. I was gonna tell a story about being in Texas. So Kim's parents love football. Yeah, you know I think they like the I think they like the Cowboys. That would make sense. Either the Cowboys or the Texans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, obviously you're gonna live in your state. Typically, you're gonna like the yeah, team yeah. of your state. Typically, you know, not always. Like, uh, you know, I'm a Pennsylvania boy, and I fucking hate the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, so uh, that and I, I'm a, I've always been a Cowboys <clears throat> fan. I heard the Cowboys suck this season. Do they? I heard I that they know. are abysmally fucking bad. I heard they lost to. Uh, I think they lost to to the to the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't remember. Um, who is a fan of the Buffalo Bills? Have you ever met somebody who's a fan of the Buffalo Bills? O.J. Simpson. Other than him? Matter of fact, you know what? I've never met a Buffalo I just, Bills fan. I just fucking, I seen something the other day that put the whole O.J. Simpson thing into perspective. I'm not trying to get off topic, but uh, we can basically blame the Buffalo Bills for the fucking Kardashians. Realistically. Why? Uh, why? Because they played a game. Uh, I, I believe it was in 1968 because OJ was drafted in 69. Yeah. Uh, dude, they almost won the game. Like, the guy dropped a fucking easy pass in the end zone. Would have won the fucking game. Yeah. If they would have won that game, they wouldn't have had the number one pick. Wow. They lost that game. They got the number one pick. Yeah. Okay? They drafted OJ Simpson. Yeah. OJ Simpson moved to fucking Buffalo. Yeah. Who'd he meet in Buffalo? His wife. Fucking A right, dude. <laughs> fucking A right. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. You're actually then, right. Then he fucking killed his fucking wife. He would have never met her. Killed his fucking wife. He would have been a successful fucking football player for some other team. Yep. He met his wife in Buffalo. Fucking killed her in fucking California. Who'd he get for a lawyer? Uh, the Kardashian. Robert Kardashian. Yeah. And then that's how, how he... he made all his money. Yeah. And that's how we're stuck with his fucking offspring. <laughs> that's fucking funny because you're absolutely right. That's yeah. actually 100% right. Because if he got picked by somebody else, he would have been married to somebody else. Or not married at all, for yeah. all you know. You have to get pretty drunk to think of that. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> well, that's not even a conspiracy. That's just a matter of fate. That's a, that's a matter of fucking fate working ter- in, in terrible, <laughs> terrible fucking ways. Anyway, I... Uh, <laughs> To be, to be fair, who who I've yeah, n- I've never I've it. never once in my life met a Buffalo Bills fan. Uh, I have actually I have I uh, uh, when when I was when I was younger football I love football man I used to love football. I fucking I love used football. to love football I collected you know the cards. Before, right around when Trump got elected I stopped liking football I collected the cards I love football everything was football with me yeah and uh, when I was in I, I want to say. Probably in grade school, middle schoolish, somewhere yeah. in there. Uh, everyone loved the Buffalo Bills. Really? Well, yeah, because they made it to the Super Bowl four years in a row. So everyone. No shit. Yeah. So everyone well, that was before my them. time. So yeah, everyone fucking loved. Them. Oh, they got their ass handed to them every time. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're uh, one of those teams. Yeah. yeah kind of yeah. like the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're but, my they're my then, they're my generation Seahawks. But back then, everyone. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what. I I hated them because, like I said, I, I I'm a long life Raiders fan. And Broncos. And I remember the Raiders played them one year in the AFC Championship game. It was one of their Super Bowls. And the fucking Bills hammered him. It was like 40, 
43 to fucking three. They to fucking destroyed. Well, the Ra- Raiders never good playing weather, and they were playing in Buffalo. Uh, so, oh, yeah, yeah. Was it snowing? Which leads into another story why I think the NFL's half fake, like you believe. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah. So I fucking hated the fucking Bills. But those those four years that the Bills made it to, it's a shame because if they would have won at least one of those Super Bowls... They'd probably be a solid team today, they, right? Well, no. They probably would have went down as one of the greatest teams in fucking history. Huh. I mean, because if you look... I forget the years, but if you're into football, you look into it, and you're not familiar with it, the four years, four years in a row, they made it to the fucking Super Bowl. Just look at what they did to the NFL in those four years as far as wins. I mean, they had the top quarterback. They had the top running back. They had the top defense. They had the top receivers. I mean, I still know their fucking names for Christ. Thurman Thomas, Jim Kelly, uh, Andre Johnson. Um, uh, what was the fucking Don Beebe? Um, dude, their their fucking team was ridiculous. It, it was just ridiculous. Yeah, and they were blowing people out like crazy, but they couldn't get that fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, win. so the I don't see how people. Oh, it's one of the worst franchises. One of the worst teams in history. I dude. don't think the Bills. No, dude, no, they, no, no, they no. Made it. Do they, people really think that the Buffalo Bills are one of the worst teams in history? Like one of the worst franchises, yeah. That, I think I, I'd have to hard disagree with that because I think that there's a handful of other teams that I think are just terrible. Yeah. Texans. Texans. Yeah. They almost. They never. You don't even hear about the yeah. Texans. Yeah. The Browns. Yeah. Browns are also terrible. Well, see, now the Browns is another story, too, where. Uh, uh, that's another reason why, and it's not because of the whole political environment. My drift from the NFL started. Yeah, it, it started before that. But a team like the Browns, you know, the only reason we have the Browns yet is because they had an expansion team one year and brought the Browns back. Do you know? For a couple seasons, we didn't have the Browns. When? When the Baltimore Ravens were formed, because. The Baltimore Ravens are actually the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland moved from fucking Cleveland to Baltimore. Yeah. And there was no more Cleveland fucking Browns. Yeah. So the Cleveland Browns we see today was actually an expansion team. Huh. That's just like that's just like back in the day, the Indianapolis Colts. They weren't the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, at least but at least they, they uh, were they were the Baltimore Colts. They yeah. were in Baltimore. Hey, but at least the Colts are a semi consistent team. Oh, even yeah, even yeah. on a bad season, they're pretty consistent. Well, that's because they went to the city that gave them money. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're loaded with money. It's all about the money. Oh, I was saying, too, about the Raiders' uh, cold-weather games uh, and how I semi-believe that a lot of the NFL stuff is rigged anymore. Yeah. Um, is, is again, the Raiders uh, in, um, I want to say it was... <laughs> I ripped this out from the ball cap. I want to say it was 19... I can't remember. I used to be up on this shit. I can't remember if it was... You'd have to fact check me. I can't remember if it was 1999 or the year 2000. Yeah. Well, no. It had to be It had to be the year 2000. When was 9-11? Uh, 2001. 2001. It yeah. was September 2001. Okay, so it would have been the 2001 season. Yeah. The 2001... 9-11... Yeah. It would be the 2001 season. The Raiders made it to the AFC Championship game against who? Who? Of course, the Patriots. Okay? The yeah. Raiders had that game won in a snowstorm. 
which is unreal yeah. for for a California team. Dedicating oh, one, so that's why they're because they're used to warm weather yes. playing. So they had that game won. Yeah. Okay, the game was pretty much sealed. They're going to be even more fucked in Las Vegas. They, they, it was pretty much it. it was pretty much sealed. But what happened was Tom Brady, Charles Woodson come running in on a play. Tom Brady fumbled the fucking football. Yeah. Fumbled the football. Charles Woodson made him fumble the football. The Raiders recovered. Should have been game over. Raiders going to the Super Bowl, baby. Yeah. Raiders going 9-11. Patriots got to go. Patriots got to go. So what did the refs do? They made up a rule on the spot. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah. Yeah. They first started calling it the Brady rule. The people who were against it were calling it the Brady rule. It's now called the Tuck rule. Yeah. Okay. They gave the ball back to New England. Yeah. And New England drove down to like the 20... What's the tuck rule again? Because I've heard of it before. Uh, I used to know what it is. I don't remember. The tuck rule has to do with when you're throwing a fucking pass, if you're... You're throwing a pass. If if you don't throw that pass and you bring that back down, yeah, like you're gonna tuck it and you fumble it. It's it's how is it? It's not a fumble. It's yeah, a, it's, it's, it's a it's a, a, a uh, incomplete pass. Incomplete pass. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. But it was clearly a fucking fumble. Yeah. Brady had no fucking where to go with it. He went to bring it. He fucking fumbled it. Whatever. All of a sudden, the Patriots go to the Super Bowl. It's fucking nine eleven. Patriots must prevail, and of course they did. And that started, that fucking game started this whole Tom Brady bullshit legacy shit. Yeah. That game For was For almost 20, 20 years of fucking Tom Brady. That fucking game right there, because that was Tom Brady's first fucking year. Yeah. That started it all. It and and, and it ever all. since then, he's been the face of football. Fucking assholes. Fuck them. Fucking cock motherfucking. Well... I like to tell this story to people because, uh, like I said, when I was in Texas, uh, Kim's parents like football. They enjoy football. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was talking to them about football, and uh, you know, I gave them my little conspiracy theory. I don't watch football anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I tell them uh, I like to look at the game of uh, the Patriots versus the fucking Seahawks. Oh, uh, geez, that was a joke. And I think that it is Super Bowl Patriots versus the Seahawks. And uh, as you know, I think the year before that. I think the Patriots had just won a Super Bowl. And yeah. I was like, listen, if if somebody wins a game and wins the Super Bowl, you don't want to see them go again. It's not because you don't like them. It's because it's like you want to see some yeah. you want to see some other standout teams really yeah. make it cuz it's an interesting thing to see other teams do it. Yeah. So, dude, the fucking Patriots uh, made it all the way, and so everybody's fucking banking on the Seahawks. Seahawks have literally have at that moment in this in the season, have the best running back. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch yeah. is arguably one of the best <laughs> running backs that the NFL has ever seen. The guy could run through a brick wall. Yes. At that, especially at that time. Yes. He was at his prime. Yeah. He is considered one of the best running backs that it has ever been. And they decide to what was it at the five yard line? Something like yeah, that. Yeah. It might have been closer than that, dude. They decided to uh Pass the ball. Yeah, Pete Carroll. On what a fucking dumbass. Well, it was third down, right? Third third down, I think it was. Yeah, yeah I believe it was. It was or, third, it, no, it was fourth down. Yeah, because they would have had to score a touchdown yeah. to win the game. Yeah, so they had down. to do a pass or yeah. a run. Yeah. So it was either because they couldn't because they couldn't kick it because if they kicked it they wouldn't have had and enough points to win. And you don't give the ball to Marshawn Lynch. It's yeah, they, Marshawn Lynch would have literally would have wrecking balled his way. Yeah. 
and you know that he would have been Dude, able to do it. That guy would have fucking killed himself. Yes. To get into that fucking end zone. Yeah. He would have killed himself. Yeah. If I was the coach, there's no way I wouldn't have made that call. Yeah. So so basically, uh, what had happened was the <laughs> the, Se- the Seahawks decided to pass the ball. Yeah. They decided to pass the ball, and uh, the pass was incomplete. Yeah. The game was over. And yeah. if you want my opinion, I don't think it has anything to do with a missed call yeah. or trying to mix it up on them. They know they're going to run Marshawn Lynch. That's why That's why we got to pass it, yeah. to confuse them, because they're going to do this and that. They're going to do this defensive play to try and counter out our offensive play, so maybe they won't have people covering our, our receivers yeah. or not as hard. So... But that's not how it fucking boiled down. And if you want me, if you if you want, if you ask me, I personally think that uh, at the end of the day, somebody got paid off. If it, yeah. And if it wasn't that, it was because I think, and this is my opinion, I think that the NFL has a g- very general because it's impossible to choreograph that many people. Yeah. But I think that they have a general. This is who we want to hit playoffs. And Absolutely. This, and this is who we don't want to hit Absolutely. playoffs. Absolutely. And I think that once you, I think that the game becomes free again yeah. once you hit playoffs. Yeah. I don't think that they have I don't think they have a set rule of who's going to win playoffs. Uh, but I think that they have I think that they I think at the beginning of the season that they say we want these teams to get playoffs. Not only that, and, and to to lead more into that, you got to understand uh, how the NFL works, okay? It's supposed to work like this as far as money, okay? There's how many teams? I forget how many teams there are, yeah. okay? Uh, well, there's four per division, right? But, there, but listen, four divisions. Uh, here, another way, another way to simplify this, okay? Say, say you own a grocery chain, yeah. All right, you have 400 stores, yeah. Okay, your store down here in in fucking Allentown, yeah. You're clearing house, baby. You're clearing fucking house. But your store up here in Mount Pocono, it's dying. Yeah. It's fucking dying. That store in Allentown, since you own all these stores, you have to take all their money and put it into one pot. Yeah. So that store in Allentown carries the store at Mount Pocono. Yeah. That's the same way the NFL works. All their money gets put into one pot. Yeah. And then it gets divvied up. Yeah, based on um, how well they perform. Um, No, it's not, it's not even really? based on how well they no perform. shit. It, it gets divvied up to all the teams, but it doesn't get divvied up evenly, evenly mm. because your, your, your higher market teams, since they put a little more money in the pot, they get more back. They get more back. Okay. Yeah. And, and not only that, you got to think of your fan base. Think of a, a team like the Dallas Cowboys, which I don't know what the stats are now, but Dallas Cowboys Dallas always had one this week. Yeah, yeah I know. Season, I know. Yeah. But, but they've always maintained one of the biggest fan bases, suck or not. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. so they generate a lot of money. Yeah. Okay, because a lot of people love them. A lot of people love them, so what does that mean? A lot of people want to see them on TV. Okay? Nobody wants to see the Cleveland Browns on TV. No. Cleveland Browns, they well, don't, the Cleveland think, Browns don't make any money for the NFL. Well, if you think about it, it's even it's almost even the reverse. If you think about it, the Cowboys this season, they're doing so bad that they're getting a lot of sports press. Yeah. The Cleveland Browns don't get sports press for no. fucking sucking. No. Uh, who else doesn't get the no. the the Buffalo Bills don't get sports press no. for fucking sucking. Here 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 we go. A good a good example. How much money? How much money do you think the NFL is going to make off a playoff game? Okay, 
Okay, yeah. let's see. I have to. I have to think AFC NFC. It has okay, to be a. So, bar- so, it has so to listen. be a. It has to be a so barn listen. burner. So listen, AFC. We'll take the Cleveland Browns since we know they suck. Yeah. Uh, and we'll take uh, another low level team. Okay, here we go. Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Two yeah. of the fucking probably the pissiest teams and have the pissiest following. Yeah. How 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 great do you think the NFL is going to ben off benefit having say an AFC championship game between the fucking Browns and the fucking Jaguars? Yeah, nobody's going to want to fucking watch. Dude, no one's going to spend the, money on the it. NFL, nobody's going to watch. Like I said, I think that the the NFL wants a barn burner. Yeah. The the NFL wants yeah. a barn burner. They want yeah. they want yes. they want two contentious teams. Yes. And if they don't have two contentious teams, yeah. they want a they want an underdog team versus a big boy yeah. team. Yeah. So, so 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 not so, two not two underdogs. Yeah, because yeah. it doesn't so, look good. So I, I, as far as markets go, yeah, they want the fucking. We'll take the NFC now. They want the NFC champ NFC championship. You know what NFC championship would make the fucking most money? Say like the New York Giants versus the Dallas Cowboys. Oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. a big that's money a big game. game. And they're that's and they're also rival game. teams. And they're rival teams. Yeah, that is a huge fucking money game. Dude, yeah. they don't want to see the fucking Cleveland Browns versus the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars. No. They ain't making no money on that. No. So, yeah, I kind of feel a lot of shit, a lot of shit isn't what it seems. And if you think I'm just crazy and a conspiracy, all you have to do is go back to uh, the late, what would you call it, the 19s and, and, and the 1920s? The teens and the 20s. Yeah. And, and use baseball for... For, for a guide as to how this works. Yeah. I mean, if you look into... I, I can't remember. I'm going to screw this all up. I think it was around 1918, 1919. I don't know. Somewhere f- from 18 to like 21. I, I want to say it was the the White Sox. Uh, the World Series was bought. Yeah. And that, oh, I think I know what yeah, you're talking about. That, yeah. That's that's known and it has they come got, out. They got, big, they got in big trouble yeah. because of that. Yeah. Well, now, if you look into that, if you because if you, I did because I forgot all about it, but Richie brought it up to me one day at work. So I started listening to all these fucking documentaries on it. And what I learned listening to all these documentaries is they just got caught. This was like the thing. The thing was to buy games. Yeah. Because people were betting on games. The mob got involved in games. Oh, of course, yeah. And 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 then you're just well, you also know the, the mob buying games. Yeah, and you also know the mob was involved with yeah. NFL too. Like, let's not forget yeah. fucking uh, Mr. Teamsters yeah. over there. And yeah. and some people actually, some people believe today that's why a lot of these players get these ridiculous fucking contracts. They get the ridiculous contracts because if they're making fucking twelve million for the year, yeah. Who the fuck is going to pay him 15 to throw it? Yeah. So that's some people. I'm not saying I do, but some people believe that's why they get the contracts that they get. Yeah. But even still, I mean, dude, if, if I don't know, if, I, if I'm making like a million a year and someone comes to me and says, listen, you know the quarterback's going to fucking, you're the top receiver. You know the quarterback's going to fucking throw it to you. You know, probably probably a dozen or more times a game, you're going to be in the end zone. Yeah. Now just drop it. Just drop it. Yeah. It's like you're you're there. You're there. Or we, don't. Or, or you're good. Or you could say to the QB, don't pass them. We, we know you're good. Yeah. But listen, I, I I'll give you a two mil. Yeah. I'll give you a two mil. Just don't fucking 
you know, just, just don't have catch a bad it. game. Or you talk to the QB. Like I said, yeah. you talk to the QB and say, pass the other guy. Mm-hmm. Pass the other guy that has less catch, lesser catch, catch percentage. Refs don't make a lot of money. No. How easy are they to buy off? And and from what I hear, uh, from especially the last couple of years, like I said, I haven't been in it, but my mom, uh, you know, every you know, just about every Monday, we got to confer on the fucking the Raiders, and I don't even I just watch the stats on my fucking phone, so I have something to talk to her about. Yeah. But she's bitching all the time. She watches all the games. She's still hardcore into it, and she bitches all the times. The ref. Gave this team this game. They gave this team this game. They blew this call. She said a couple times year this year, and Richie has too. The refs even came out and said, "Yeah, sorry, we blew that call." Yeah, and, and these, but it's too late. And these they were, can't go back on yeah, calls. And these were calls that actually decided the outcome of the fucking game. Yeah, you know. So it's like I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't fucking buy it anymore. I think I heard about. Let me look it up. I think McMahon. The uh, the guy uh, the the wrestling guy yeah yeah I think he's making his own football league again well it's not the first time no look Ooh. into it oh, okay. yeah he tried he tried that a couple years ago uh, matter of fact one of, one of his players actually went to the NFL and made it in the NFL he hate me that was his name that's because in Vince, Vince McMahon's league you were allowed to put whatever you wanted on your jersey yeah you didn't have to put your name <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the XFL. The, yeah, the XFL. Yeah, and this guy, this guy was he had on his jersey. He hate me. I don't, I don't know what that means, but yeah, they said he hate me. But yeah, I think Trump talked him into that because Trump's friends with him. Yeah, but, oh, but he tried it. Yeah, yeah, he hate me. <laughs> yeah, so he tried this league once before, but dude, it's so hard to compete with the NFL. Yeah. It's so well, hard. I heard that that the XFL was actually 100 like very honest, very competitive. Yeah, yeah. And from uh, what I understand. And, and, and the thing with me is back then I was still heavy into football, like yeah. NFL. Yeah. And I tried the XFL because they they picked up at when the Super Bowl was over, like the downtime. Yeah. Which was a good time. Yeah, good time. yeah. It's like, oh wow, there's still football. Yeah. But I just I couldn't get into it. For some reason, I just couldn't get into it. Hmm. And then that led me into the thoughts that, well, that's because NFL is nothing but a mind control fucking system to dumb down the fucking population, just like the fucking ancient Romans did with the fucking gladiators. Yeah. And <laughs> to, dis- and <laughs> to, di- to distract you and distract me. To distract you and get you interested in something yeah. that wasn't yeah. their political yeah. stuff. And, and that's yeah. what amazed me is that I couldn't get into that football. Yeah. Even though it was like the same thing. It was the same fucking thing. I yeah. couldn't get into it. My mind was so addicted to the NFL. And it's yeah. like, wow, the NFL fucking brainwashed me to just like their fucking brand of football. Yeah. And I'm ruined. <laughs> well, uh, I heard that the XFL's uh, bumping back up again. And you know what? If the XFL gets going, maybe I'll watch football again. Yeah, they didn't have they didn't have explosive salaries. Yeah. Uh, well, because they can't. Yeah, they, they can't. Vince McMahon, he might be a rich man, but he's not a rich man. Yeah, they, so. they, they, was, they, they had like normal... Yeah, it was it was like a job. It was just like kind of like job. like kind of like it should be. Yeah, kind of like yeah, <laughs> you're absolutely right. 
You get to play a fucking. You get to play a fucking game. ball. You get to play f- fucking dude. I wish a I game. could get played mil- paid million. And I, I know it. Some of you athletes at home are probably thinking, "Oh no, they gotta work so hard. They got to go and do." It's a game. They got to go fucking train and stuff. I would actually be. I would actually have a lot more fun watching people who are on. You know what? They should stop training. Yeah, because it would be more fun to watch. What some of the? Let's be real. It'd be more fun to watch. Some of the greatest baseball players of all time. Yeah. Showed up for the game fucking drunk and fat. Yeah. And Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth was a fat fucking pig. Yeah. He was a fat pig. Yeah. And half the time he showed up drunk. Yeah. Okay. Some of your greats in baseball, they were not. They were not in the gym working out every day. Yeah. After the game was over, they went to the bar, got fucked up. You know, they went home. They fucking sat around. They practiced a couple times a fucking week. Yeah. And then they went and fucking played again. You know, you know how I view it. I view it like esports. Esports is like okay, so like Siege, for example. A lot of the Siege pros they play every day. So what they do is is that they'll spend like a couple hours doing T hunts, and then they'll spend five six hours playing ranked. Yeah, which that's not a lot of time. That's a work day. Yeah, some of these athletes, they work out so much that they have to take ice baths. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's I, fucking I retarded. Yeah, that's fucking retarded. Yeah. So you basically have these fucking superhuman men yeah. fucking doing sports. It's not realistic. It's not fun. Yeah. And then you got these guys who are genetic freaks, yeah. like the fucking Mannings, yeah. who who run football until they're fucking yeah. too old to fucking play anymore. Yeah, and and, and that's not fun. I want to see normal guys play. Yeah, and I'm not saying normal guys. I want to see athletes. Yeah, but I don't want to see fucking guys like the fucking Mannings who are fucking genetic fucking athlete yeah. freaks. And that's that's why uh, for for me i think uh, uh i i i think i caught the tail end as far as the nfl i caught the tail end of the greatness of yeah. the nfl yeah i mean these guys that played in the 60s 70s and and most of the 80s uh if you want to think of uh people always say, yeah the and the, the the gridiron the warriors these guys are fucking pussies yeah. Okay, the guys from the 60s, 70s, most of the 80s, those guys were fucking warriors, man. Yeah. Those were the guys that come off the fucking field bloody. Yeah. They didn't have all the special fucking gear. Yeah. They didn't have all the fucking injuries that they have today. Yeah. They didn't have all the fucking the physical training. Um, a lot of these yeah, guys... A lot of these, a lot of these guys that are in football now yeah. get the injuries because yeah. they train too much. Because they train too much. Yeah. And these guys back then, they got paid shit, dude. Yeah. They got paid shit. They I wa- played because they wanted Dude, to play. I watched a documentary one time on the old school Raiders, uh, Oakland Raiders, uh, from the 60s and in the 70s. And uh, there was this dude, uh, he's dead now, <laughs> Lyle Alzado. He he played for a couple different teams, but he did some time with the Raiders. He was telling a story about the, the Raiders, uh, I, I believe, I want to say it was their defensive line. Uh because they got a lot of shit. The Raiders back then got a lot of shit for being dirty, scrappy players. Because yeah. they were all, they didn't, they were just dirty looking people. Yeah. And uh, they didn't make a lot of fucking money. And he and he told this story about one time how they were in the fucking, they were, you know, it was after a game. They were getting ready to leave. They're in, they're in the fucking locker room and, and the fucking, they're all, a couple guys in there pissing. The guy pissing in the fucking toilet. And as he's pissing, I guess as he's pissing, he's going through his wallet because they were going out to drink after the game. Yeah. And here he dropped he dropped some money in the fucking toilet. Yeah. He dropped a five in the toilet as he was fucking pissing. He's pissed off. And he's fucking bitching and complaining. And uh, <laughs> Lyle Alzado, this was their mentality. Because uh, 
Lyle Alzado said that this guy fucking, uh, he was bitching and complaining. He didn't want to reach in there. So another guy threw a 20. He threw a 20 in the toilet. Yeah. He threw a fucking 20 in the toilet. So he grabbed the five? And then right away, <laughs> right away the guy reached in and grabbed the 20 and the five. And, and, <laughs> and But the premise of the story was that's how they were. They didn't have a lot of money. And it was worth going in the they toilet. They were bastards. They were yeah, fucking bastards. It was worth going in the yeah. toilet for 25 bucks, not five bucks. Yeah. And another guy who had some extra money threw in the fucking 20 so he'd get his yeah. five. And it's like... But now it's like, these, dude, these people... They're pampered. Oh, my God. They're pampered dude. and they're overworked at the same time. These oh, yeah. guys... Because because how, how much... Dude, uh, they're kind of like uh, Michael Phelps. So you know how fucking much Michael Phelps works out, right? Michael Phelps works out like a ridiculous amount of fucking... He, I, and I think he almost has like 10,000 calories a day. That's, uh, because, because that's how much he fucking swims. Yeah. That's well, fucking well, that's, retarded. That is retarded. Dude, that's not realistic. That's like that's like watching somebody play video games with hacks on. Yeah. It's not fun. It's yeah. like, I want to see a normal guy who will make mistakes. I want to see somebody yeah. have excellent game sense in football. Yeah. I want to see somebody who, who, who... I'm not saying who's not an athlete. Yeah. Obviously, you got to work out. You got to be healthy. And yeah, you got to yeah. be ready to do it. But I don't want to see a guy who works out fucking 12 hours a day. Yeah. Whatever the fuck he does. That's, the, and that's why these guys... Fucking turf toe. Yeah. Turf toe. And not to mention... Come you know, on. Turf you know, toe. You know what else? Fucking fucking athletes back in the 60s, 70s, and early 80s there, they lasted longer, too. They'd play, into, the, right they, they they'd play into their 40s. Dude, That's rare to see. And, you see these guys fucking retire in, yeah. their, in their fucking mid-30s or early. Yeah, and if, if you watch... You go... You, you watch these ESPN classics, uh, old-school video from back then... These guys are coming off the field with fucking broken noses. Yeah. Fucking hands all bloodied up. These guys were out there fucking. Yeah. They were banging it the fuck out. Now you can't even fucking tackle anyone. Yeah. You tackle someone too hard, it's unnecessary roughness. (laughs) And my mom was telling me there's rules now for the receiver. Uh, There's only certain times you could tackle the receiver as the ball... I don't know, and you can. There's only like a window of their body you can hit. You can only hit their upper. It's, I think you can only like, hit their upper body. Yeah, but yeah. you can't go too. You can't go above their shoulders. Yeah. Because if you go above their, sh- then you're targeting their head. Yeah. And that's no no. So it's like, what the fuck, dude? Put yo, put down the weights. Don't fucking train every fucking day like you yeah. fucking do. Work out like four times, four days out of the week. I want, I dude, I would love to see a nor a, a layman's football. Yeah, I'd like to see a layman's football where it's just regular athletes that you know they work out four to five times a week. Yeah. You know they're 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 strong, they're athletes, but yeah. they're not fucking superhuman. Dude, I remember, and that would be cool to fucking see see normal people yeah. play fucking football because then I, at least I could think to myself, damn, I can relate to these fucking people. I, I remember. Back, I'm not looking at a fucking almost seven foot tall motherfucker who's fucking three hundred yeah. fucking pounds of fucking muscle. Even even the mid to late eighties, I remember fucking this this fucking this badass motherfucker. He started in Philly. This dude Reggie White. Actually, I think he started in. Uh, there was a there was a sub league in in the, in the mid eighties. They actually tried another league in America. I forget what it was called. It only lasted two seasons, but I think Reggie White came from there. A couple guys came from there: Reggie White, Steve Young, Steve the Berg. Um, 
hell, Jim Kelly might have come from there. I, I, anyway, I don't, I don't remember. But I, I remember games Reggie White playing with the Eagles, where, dude, he had like a broken fucking arm, and he was, he was a defensive lineman, and he, he played like most of the season with a fucking cast on his arm. Yeah. It's like I don't even think they do that anymore. Like they get they don't, hurt. I don't even think they, they, they don't they, even think they, they let you. They get you get hurt. You're done. Yeah. Like you're uh, out for the season. You fucking. have to you have to go take physical therapy, and you have you have an X amount of yeah. fucking weeks to, until you come yeah. back. Even yeah. if you get better before yeah. then, yeah. you you can't come back until they fucking until your whatever I don't know medical contract whatever it is. Yeah. Because I, I, I remember back when I used to play fantasy football, I would read up on news on my injury injured yeah. players, and I'd be like. And apparently they're better now, but yeah. they have to ride out their injuries. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. They, they it's, can't it's come back. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. And I know, I know they got a lot of funky shit now with that the the head, with the head trauma shit. Because yeah. you got a lot of old, older players that now are losing their fucking minds. Or yeah. Whatever. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. It's just, what do you expect? You're putting twelve guys on a field to beat the fuck out of each other. Yeah, it's kind of okay. it's kind it's kind of like if you fucking do hard labor every day, your yeah. life you're gonna get fucked up. Yeah, you're gonna get fucked up. And it's I like mean. that's just part. If you don't want to, then retire early. Yeah, choose something else. Yeah, you know, become a fucking commentator instead of playing until you're forty. Then, then when you're yeah. twenty, when you're 25, 23, 25 to thirty, yeah. decide to be a commentator. It, you Pull know, out before it's too late. You know, it's sad. It's it's sad because if you take a lot of the guys from the seventies and eighties, the big names, the big names, like uh, I, I don't know, fucking Joe Montana. Yeah, Joe Montana was big. Yeah, you had you had Ronnie Lott, uh, Roger Craig, Marcus Allen, uh, Jim Plunkett. You take all these guys and all Joe Theismann. All these guys that had great fucking careers, they went to fucking Super Bowls and they won. They didn't make the amount of money their whole fucking career that these guys are making in a season. Yeah, and and they had to endure three times more. Yeah, you know? I, I you know who you know who got hurt a lot, and I got to give him credit for keep coming back. And now I have a bit of a bias because I'm a fucking Cowboys fan, and you know he did have to take out a lot of leaves. And, you know, and this is where I come to talking about where he had to fucking ride out his fucking medical leaves. You know who kept fucking coming back after, like, back surgery? Back surgery. Oh, like, uh, I know who you're going to say. Yeah. Tony He's fucking Romo, Tony, dude. Tony Romo. That yeah. motherfucker kept coming yeah. back. Yeah. Even when, like, all it would have taken was one tackle. And yeah. I think his last season that he played, it yeah. did just take one sack yeah. for him to be like, He's broken again. Yeah. Yeah. That motherfucker didn't want to give up. Yeah, well, I you know you get a mindset there. You you want that fucking uh, well, Tony Romo. Listen, nobody likes to admit it, but yeah. he was probably one of the top ten QBs of his time. It's he was he was along the lines of fucking Peyton, and on on multiple occasions, Tony Romo did just as good or did better than Peyton. It's you want it. You want the fucking. You want yeah. the ring, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, that's where you. I think you can clearly see a difference anymore. Between guys that are... Playing for money and playing for glory. Yeah. Because I definitely yeah. think... Listen, a lot of people don't like Romo. Yeah. And I, I think that's I think that's unfair. Well, I, th- I think I, I think, oh, I, I think Romo was still a part of that uh, that group that had that, I, I, I would say, 80s mentality. Yeah. Because, of, of, because that motherfucker played for a long time. Yeah. He played until he was relatively old for the NFL. 
And he kept coming back after yeah. uh, how many back surgeries? He think yeah. he had two back surgeries, yeah. and he kept coming the fuck back. Yeah. After the second one, I'd have been like, eh, maybe I should stop. <laughs> well, I think I think Joe Montana. I could be wrong. Uh, Joe Montana. He spent his whole career in San Francisco. He finished up with the fucking Chiefs. Yeah. Um, I could be wrong about this. Uh, someone can fact check me, uh, snoop me, or whatever. Uh, I think Joe Montana was 40 years old his last season. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a long fucking time. Yeah. That's a, and, and, and he came from a time where you were allowed to fucking beat the shit out of the quarterback. Yeah. You know, and... And he was he was a scrawny dude. There was no unnecessary he, roughness. He was yeah. a scrawny dude. Yeah. I mean, if you look at some of these like quarterbacks and receivers from the fucking from the eighties, they're fat, dude. They, dude, were, well, they, they were small. I, 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 really? Because I because I was thinking to say like quarterbacks back then. Because quarterbacks nowadays they have to be tall. Well, they yeah, ha- they yeah. they have to be tall. They have to be fucking. They have to be fucking ripped. ripped. They have to be these huge yeah. fucking mongoloid retards. Yeah, no. <laughs> but even if they're even if they're skinny, then if they're skinny, they have to be basically just the yeah. second running back. Basically, yeah. that's what they are. Like yeah. R, like RG three. RG three was basically just a second running yep. back. Yep. That 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 being said, like like you look at that, 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 but like if you look at just 10, 20 years prior, yeah. uh, cow, uh, quarterbacks were fat fuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were they were tall, yeah. but they were fat because yeah. they didn't need to run the ball. They had to pass the ball. Nope. They weren't runners. Yeah. They were they had to pass the ball. Yeah. They, they were they were pocket. It, they it, were nice pocket quarterbacks. Yeah, that made decisions. Well, that's another thing that I really like about Tony Romo. Yeah. Tony Romo might be, and this is a hot take, everybody. One of the best pocket fucking quarterbacks I've ever seen. Have you? Did well, you? I can't say that. No. You don't. You don't agree. No. I think that he is because if that's, you, that, that, but that's because I watched football all through the eighties. Ah, uh, yeah. The, I mean, I, the eighties. Listen, I caught it. I caught it. I started watching it like yeah. uh, around two thousand ten, yeah. around there. Yeah. So like Tony Romo to me, watching Tony Romo yeah. play, dude, motherfuckers couldn't catch this guy. Yeah, and and you, you, dude, I'd watch like three fucking uh, linebacks fucking push through the defensive line. Yeah. And I'd watch him fucking dodge like yeah. three dudes, pass the ball, make a catch. Yeah. I, it's, it's, and that's what made me like the Cowboys. I was like, it's, what the fuck did he... That was clutch as fuck. It's funny because the difference between the, uh, the 80s, the late 90s, and today... Yeah. Okay, in the 80s, in the 80s, we had one quarterback that, that was that mobile RG3 type of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we had one guy and that was Randall Cunningham for the Eagles. Yeah. Randall Cunningham, he was he was a coach's worst nightmare because he was a runner. Yeah, you he, couldn't tell when he was going to run the ball. Yeah, 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 he was a runner. Cuz if cuz if you cornered him, he'd yeah. just fucking run. But during that time, yeah. he was an oddity. Yeah. Like he was the oddity for that. Well, even every every well, if you other think team, about it, even when RG three came out, RG three was a bit of an oddity. Like that's still yeah, a rare thing. Yeah, to, I, well, it's more common now. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you look at guys like uh, what's the fucking? He starts with a name with a C. What's his name? He played for he played for the Panthers. What was his name? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 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 that guy, the 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 other black guy. Yeah. 
he he was a he 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 was good at passing and all. Oh God, I can picture him in my fucking. Yeah, head. you know who I'm fucking talking about. He yeah, was he was big for a couple of seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he was actually like top QB. And, and, and see, that's the thing with these. But he, he was a good pass. He was good at passing, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he was a fucking great runner. Yeah, yeah. He was one of those people. If you count cornered him, he was just gonna fucking bolt. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I I think I for me as the watching through the 80s, watching through the 90s, the 2000s. I think the change the change really started with uh, um, Brett Favre. Brett Favre, yeah. Yeah, for for me, this is my opinion. Uh, for me, one of the the first times I met a quarterback starting to get really stupid and really becoming that that runner was like a Brett Favre. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I didn't and, watch and football for, when Brett from, Favre was, was active. Yeah, from yeah. Brett Favre, it just every uh, the quarterbacks just start getting more and more running. Yeah, and and then you had you had the, the and then the Michael Vicks, and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and uh, I can't, I still can't believe that I, can't, I don't know. Yeah, it's something with Panthers. a C. It's something with a C. I, I can't. Culpepper. Well, no, no. The, the, there's a Dante Culpepper. He was another runner. Uh, what the hell was his name? Yeah, he was a big deal, and, and he's another runner. But those runners, they don't last long. They don't last long. Cam and Newton. Cam Newton. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they don't last long. Yeah. Uh, and and in the eighties, it was just completely different. The quarterback position was completely different. Even the running back position was completely different. Yeah. I mean, I mean in the in the eighties. Well, 80s, now you, what were the running backs back like back then? Because I know, like nowadays, back then, they, back then the running backs put up fucking numbers, dude. Yeah. They put up numbers. Yeah. They they were workhorses. Well, because I was going to say, like, uh, when, back when I was watching fucking football, running backs were like fucking wrecking balls. They yeah, I, they weren't so much, like, try to fucking get a touchdown as much as yeah. they were fucking slam into people yeah. at fucking full speed. Yeah. Yeah. And see, back in the 80s, back in the 80s, early 90s, you had guys that had more of that finesse, man. Yeah. No, no, had, no, no, no. Yeah. It wasn't about finesse with, when yeah. I was watching. It was more about like, yo, you got two yards to the fucking first down yeah. line. Yeah. Fucking slam yeah. into the and fucking see, defense. See, back then yeah. it was different because you, you had people like, you had people like fucking uh, Eric Dickerson, uh, uh, Eric Dickerson, Mark Salen, fucking Bo Jackson. Yeah. Uh oh my God! Well, not to Barry say, no. Sanders. Well, also not to say these, these guys put up yeah. ridiculous fucking numbers. Yeah. Well, not to say that the rushing yards of some fucking some of these guys weren't good. I mean, you know, they yeah. could finesse too. Yeah, yeah. But it just—it's not about them as players as much as yeah. it was a playbook. Yeah. Playbook. A lot of the playbook run was trying to fucking either find a crack in the defense or slam yeah. through them. Yeah. And. I gotta say that it was exciting yeah. to watch a guy fucking slam into the defense and fucking find a fucking squeak yeah. through and then fucking run Dude, into the TT. That, that shit's crazy. Back in the early nineties, uh, the 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 Kansas City Chiefs, they had a tandem. They had this dude, uh, uh, Christian Okoya. Christian Okoya, and they had another guy. I can't remember his name. Dude, these guys were fucking brutal, and they always they, they their, their favorite formation was the I formation, where you had fucking you had a Koya, uh, you had a Koya behind the fucking quarterback, and then you had the other guy, and I cannot remember his name, and they would just beat the fuck out of the defense. Yeah, four quarters. That's all they did was just beat the fuck out of the fucking defense. These two guys, just fucking wearing everyone down yeah just hammer 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 because they had no fucking quarterback so that's what they had to do but yeah but i mean and it fucking worked and 
I don't know. Back then, it was just it was a whole different game, man. Yeah. And it, you know what really sucks too is is I, um, identity. Everything's about I, identity politics. Uh, the black quarterback. Yeah. Black quarterback gets a lot of flack uh, from certain sides, and then other sides say, "Oh, there's not enough black quarterbacks. Uh, the, the NFL's racist. They don't want black quarterbacks." I think it's a pretty good mix right now. Yeah. It, now it's a pretty good mix. Yeah. Uh, back in the '80s, things are a little different. Yeah. I can name three: Doug Williams, Randall Cunningham, and uh, Warren Moon. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, too, one of the greatest fucking quarterbacks that come out of the '80s was this guy Warren Moon. He's a black dude. Yeah. He was a pocket. He was a pocket quarterback, and you don't see many pocket black pocket quarterbacks. Uh, Warren Moon wasn't a runner. He's yeah. a fat guy had a beer belly. This fucking guy could fucking throw. If you look up Warren Moon's stats, he played for the Houston Oilers. Don't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, he played for the Houston Oilers. And uh, the numbers this guy would put up every year, every year, were fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, and he actually came from the CFL, the Canadian Football League. Hmm. But uh, it's a shame. Warren Moon don't get much cred. I don't know why he don't get much cred, but he's probably one of the, one of the best quarterbacks that come out of the fucking 80s. Yeah. Uh, but you know why? He never won a Super Bowl. Never won a Super well, that's Bowl. Well, that's what it boils down yeah. to. Yeah, that's how it works. Well, it's two two hours and 14 minutes. Okay. I'm, it's I'm well, above the, well above the time. Well, hey, everybody. It was a good week this week. I'm already starting to sober up. Guess who wants to go home and eat some food? Some fat fucking, some fat fucking pussy. I get, wow. Yeah, some fat fucking greasy pussy, dude. Ew. Some greasy Ew. pussy. Greasy pussy and some fucking saggy tits. You know oh what I mean? Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to do some dishes, dude. I'm sorry. I got to do some dishes, bring in some firewood, uh, sweep the kitchen. Uh, I don't jerk off, probably. Yeah. That's probably how I'm going to do it. Yeah. Uh, and I would just like to say, too, I, I felt kind of empty today at the airplane factory. Uh, you good? Without the... Our leader of the high altitude cooling division. Yeah. Bollywood. Uh, Bollywood. Um, Bollywood has moved on to bigger and better things. A lot of people are sad to see Bollywood go, and I'm happy. Not because I didn't like like Bollywood, but because, in my opinion, Bollywood uh, deserved better. He worked way too hard for that place. Listen, and this is... Men in Bollywood, I know you're listening, buddy. Let me tell you, you worked way too hard for that place. You worked way too hard, and you deserve better. So fucking, even wherever you're working now, I know you're fucking, you're working at fucking, you're working at fucking Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, all I know is is that, dude, even you're better than that. Yeah. And uh, whatever you want to do with your life, man, I know you can do it because you got drive. Yeah. You know, I was, I, and, and I hope he's listening too. I, I was losing yeah. my shit. I was losing my shit on someone. Oh, yeah? Uh, today, I think it might have been today or yesterday. Yesterday, I can't. I can't remember. It's the guy who runs the uh, the the. <laughs> he runs the uh, the the for all the workers. He runs the bakery facility. Yeah, he he's the uh, he, he's the he's the lunch man. Yeah, uh, I was I was talking to him and 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 I, I told him I said I said you know what I said I said what what is Bollywood. I don't even know how old you are, dude. I said, what is Bollywood? I think he's like 26. Really? He's that old? I think he is, yeah. Wow. Because I, 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 said, I said to this dude, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? 
He's like he's like what, 23, 24 years old? Yeah. I said his his level of commitment, uh the way he works, that's old school. You can't find it anymore. You can't find that. That's and, it's and far I, few and, and in between. And, and then it also sucks because listen, I hate to suck my own fucking cock, but I used to have an attitude like that a couple years ago. I used yeah. to, I used to, and they fucking burned it right and, the fuck and, out and of it, me. And they burned it right the fuck out of me. And it's far few and in between. And for for our our airplane factory yeah. to let someone like that go, yeah, without a, without blinking an eye, without blinking a fucking eye, yeah, is it's sad. It's sad. You know why? Because you're not going to replace him. No, you're not. No, you're not. No. it'll take you a hundred different people to fucking try to replace what you got. Uh, yeah. Kid. Uh, and and, and, I, and if you do find somebody with that dedication, they're going to be too old. Yeah, you're not going to make anything out of them. Yeah, they're so not, they're not a future fucking career. Yeah. So Hollywood, I know whatever whatever Bollywood does, he's going to succeed at it. But I, I tell you what, I'm glad he stuck to his guns. Yeah, he gave him an ultimatum. He gave him a fucking timeline. Yeah, he said this is what I want, and they didn't give it to him. And he said, okay, that's you didn't stick yeah. to your. So I'm gone. Yeah. So good for him. Yeah. Man. So Bollywood, if you're listening, man, uh, you know you got it. You know who we are. You know yeah. how to contact us if you ever need to contact us. And uh, you know, yeah. good luck with your future endeavors. Good yeah. luck with the D and D stuff, man. I hope that fucking works out. And because if you like what you're doing, man, and I, I think I've told you talking to you before, if you like what you're doing, man, go ahead and do it. And I applaud you for liking to do the DM stuff. I'd like to talk to him about DMing D and D stuff. Yeah. And I tell him I'd never want to DM a fucking D and D session because it's like having homework. But he likes doing. It, man so and hey I, I just want to let him know too i have a security badge yet so, hey, yeah. so when they call him back in two weeks i'll clean it off for him and give it back to him yeah <laughs> bollywood please come back <laughs> that's what they'll say well the, whatever don't come back not because i don't want you to come back buddy but because uh you yeah. you got better places to be than the fucking airplane factory <laughs> so dude he didn't even want that much it's what amazes me and yeah it's still it's still, still what I would consider under the prescribed amount. Typically. Completely under. Completely under. So. Yeah. Well, either way, I guess that but just about wraps up the podcast, though. Yeah. So before I close out here, go ahead and go to drinkinatheory.com. D-R-I-N-K-A-N-D-A-T-H-E-O-R-Y.com. I'll, I'll check it out tonight. When I'm, when I'm uploading the fucking thing tonight, I, yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll put, a new, I'll put some new boobies up Yeah, tonight. so g- please look up the new boobies. I got some new boobies. Do you want to coom? You want to coom hard? Oh, oh. You want to see a congresswoman naked? Smoking a fucking bong with a Hitler tattoo. With a Hitler tattoo, I got that. Yo, I'll put that up. In I want to bl- see. Yo, can do you have an uncensored version? I couldn't find one. Damn. Yeah. I'd like to see what her poobies look like. I know. I want to see them too. So anyway, uh, yeah. So you know, go ahead and go to our website, drinkandatheory.com. Check us out. We got all of our shit there. We got our fucking Redbubble there. Please buy our merch. We have cool merch. And look forward to the designated cum cum sock. Look forward to the designated cum sock sock. Just in case you either want to creep people out by wearing a designated cum sock sock around casually, or you might want to use it as a real cum sock. And, you know, you can tuck it behind your drawer secretly, and when your mommy finds it, uh, you can be like, well, mom, what the fuck do you think it is? It has designated cum sock on it. And she can't pull it away from the carpet because it's fucking sealed to it. It's fucking, it's, it's fucking hardened. It's like trying to, it's like trying to pull, it's like trying to pull a fucking, uh, it's like trying to pull a fucking, uh, a quartz 
Schultz rock away yeah. from from yeah. Without getting too detailed. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, go ahead and check out drinkintotheory.com, please. And that's just about all for this week, guys. You got any closing statements? Uh. Um. Shit, I I got poop in my pants. Sorry. You good? You good? Yeah. Do you need your diaper changed? No. You're just gonna walk around with a full diaper. Yeah. Oh, and oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. My closing thing. I just want to thank everyone who listens to the Red Bone. Uh, I do. I do have quite a few people that listen. Yeah, I noticed. You got. You got. Uh, you got. It's, it's not numbers. as much as the regular podcast. But yeah. now, I when I when I upload that, I don't put that into comedy. <laughs> nah. I put that. I put that into the news section. The news. <laughs> <laughs> I put it because when I tag, I use comedy. Yeah. I, I put in comedy for our first tag. Yeah, well, there's a thing where you can select. Yeah, that's what you, I. That's what I say. My yeah, first yeah. thing is comedy. Yeah, no, mine. I go right to the news and politics. Yeah, yeah. Just imagine, just imagine hitting up fucking the. Yeah. Imagine hitting up the Apple, the Apple fucking <laughs> podcasts. Imagine hitting up the Apple oh, fucking shit. podcasts, and you're fucking, and you're you're you fucking. <laughs> You're looking up political podcasts and that fucking pops up. <laughs> fucking what was the ass amputation? <laughs> that was my that was my start off story. Yeah. And I just want to point out too, I I I have six episodes now. Well, yeah. I don't label them as episodes. Yeah, they're because uh, it's news. Yeah, it's news. Yeah, uh, it's but, basically drinking a theory yeah. news. Yeah, but I have I have shit saved on my computer as episode one, two, three, four. I have six episodes. Yeah, I've managed to start every episode with a story. About some type of body part, whether it's boobs, boobs, vagina, penis, ass. Hey man, you know what they say? Uh, that's kind of like your your limp biscuit of this podcast. Holy it's just that we haven't re- referenced limp biscuit in a while. No. Yeah, but no. you know what they say? Uh, when I don't hear my limp biscuit, I break stuff. Yeah. And that's when the song starts. Hey, can you believe that Eminem was in the fucking Limp Bizkit Break Stuff video? Yeah. Faggot. Dude, at that time, it, the fucking Limp Bizkit was huge, man. Yeah, I believe you. They were fucking Well, I mean, huge. I obviously believe you. We talked about it. They, they were huge. and But, you know, Fred Durst was a fucking dick, basically. Have you seen Fred Durst now? He's got a gray beard. Yeah. He's yeah, getting he's, old. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, that's just about everything this week, guys. We'll see you next week. I already got a beer li- uh, lined up. The peanut butter porter's back, baby. So get fucking ready, because I'm already telling you guys what I'm getting. There's a peanut butter porter, and I'm getting it. It's either going to taste like shit, or it's going to be the best thing I ever put in my mouth. We've had a good stint of beer. <laughs> We've had a good stint of beers up until this point. Even the YooHoo fucking hard coffee fucking was pretty good, even though it was too expensive. It tasted pretty good. So we're on this fucking thing right now. We, we have a good stint of fucking beers that haven't sucked and i'm not saying i've been a boy yeah, I, I enjoyed this beer yeah dude every time i uh, dude i'm not i'm not picking good beers per se i'm not saying i'm picking bad beers either i'm just picking beers that being said jake this next beer coming up the peanut butter porter is going to be a ri- it's, it's going to be it's, it's going to it's going to be a risk taker we're either we're either we're either shooting this beer or we're, or, or we're going to love it a fucking risk taker it's going to be a fucking coin toss Who the fuck is driving their motors?
Oh, that's those fucking neighbors again. That's it. Let's get the fucking guns. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next week. We got to go kill people. Wow. Yeah. Probably in like a drug deal or something. Ginger. <laughs>